this program will contain coarse language, will contain things of a sexual nature, may also contain other sick, disgusting, and depraved things that you may not normally hear. But it's all in good fun. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Nothing Saves Podcast. I'm going to write a fucking book of bulls. <laughs> 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 Record Welcome to another episode of Nothing Sacred. Today, it's going to be an explosive episode. On top of that, hey, Trump really hates Canada. Thank you. We're also going to have five fun facts about Star Trek Voyager. We're going to have an extensive hockey talk this week, Comic Book Fight Club. Round two, because of the farce that happened the last time we were on the air. But we'll get to that too, I'm sure. There's lots and lots and lots to basically fucking talk about. Plus two, <laughs> Budman also threw on me at the last minute, basically. Hey, we're going to start a new segment. Yes, we are. So why don't we just start there? Why don't you explain this new segment? The so guest people, of it, if you will. I'll make an intro for it, but it's going to go right here. What happened in the crackdown? I moved to pretty ghetto part of Hamilton over by Wellington Street. So, as everybody knows, Wellington Street's pretty crackhead. You know, there's a lot of fuck sketch shit going on there. So, pretty much every night there's something going down. Whether it's screaming, you hear fucking people running out of my building like they're fucking about to die, shit oh, like nice. that. Oh, nice. So we're going to get some crazy stories. Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. So I've got, I got three. I like those. I got three, okay? So the first night I moved in, and we got the kid to sleep, and we're sitting there, and we're like, fuck, this place is its not that bad. <laughs> All we hear from my next-door neighbor, It's you fucking piece of shit, where the fuck is it? Where the fuck is it? I can't fucking find it! Rawr! He's fucking raging out here and shit, smash, and we're just like, this is going to be great living here. Nice, hold that sarcasm for the rest of the segment. Good way to start so, the By the way, that was Budman. Because he never he never got to introduce him. And like he hasn't done enough damage and evaded this show enough. We have Pete Jones here again. Okay, so. Hello. So, so we so get to the end of the gag. I'll go with the, so the, story. the kayfabe. Right now, what happened? These guys took me to his basement. I just sat there, man, watched reruns of Seinfeld. Eventually, his mother called me up at a nice dinner, and then I went home. Nice. There, that, there, that's that's so, that's the end joke. Later on, by the way, I'll tell you the real reason why that all went down, and that will be during my campfire stories. But so we'll get to that the at the end of the show. story here is here's the explosive part. I'm coming get back. I'm coming back from my walk with my dog, and uh, there's a, we have a like dumpster that everybody throws their trash in. And we just threw out a shit ton of books because of cockroaches and shit like that. We just didn't want them moving in with us. So, I'm walking back and all I'm seeing is like, these fucking, there's one crackhead in my dumpster. 
okay, and like these are feral crackheads. I'm not joking. They're like, <laughs> like you can hear them fucking like, <laughs> like fuck. It was fucked up. One's whipping bags out of the dumpster. The other guy is on the ground on the other side of the dumpster, ripping open the bags and rummaging through it. They're both like fucking sound like they have breathing issues. Like maybe they have corona. Who knows? But uh, that's the second story. And on the third story here, okay, this one was two days ago. So I get up pretty early in the morning, like 4 o'clock in the morning, and go to work. So I'm carrying my bike out my front door, and I happen to look at the back door of my apartment building. And there was a crackhead. Captain Asshole, what the fuck are you doing, man? What do you mean? You're just holding your microphone. Are you waiting for aliens to contact you? Can you hear me now? Can you hear me? Gotta get your, uh, oh, uh, basically, I'm holding the microphone up in the air as high as I can, just to see if you guys can pick up the background noise. We're recording this whole episode outside. Fuck it, we're being savages. But, uh, so, I happen to look at my back door, and there's, like, this crackhead literally sleeping in the door frame, the door wide open, on a pillow that I threw out at the beginning of the week. Wow. Yeah, man. And then at 8 o'clock that morning, I guess my landlord came and put a lock on the back door. So, before we get into the explosive part of this episode. So, last week we were not on the air because Bud Man was moving and life came before the podcast. We apologize for that, but you know what? We tried. It happens. It happens. But we decided this week, you know what? We're just going to do this shit outside. Fuck it. It's a nice weekend. The sun's out. We're Speaking of weekends, man, you know what pissed me off last week? What? That was so-called long weekend everybody had. Fuck everybody, man. I didn't get that Monday off. I had all my buddies messing me like, yeah, man, it's a nice long weekend. Hey, no, fuck you. Yeah, you take that what? shit so personal. Could always be worse. Let's talk about it. The explosion that happened in Beirut the other day. That was fucking what, on the fourth? nuts. Yeah. Man, did you see the pictures going around YouTube? Man, I I fucking, I saw one, okay? Buddy must have been at least seven blocks away. And you literally, like, see the can- his phone, and it flips in his hands as he's flying through the air. And you see his face for a split second, and you're like, this guy knows he's shitting himself. Like, he's like, it's happening! Like, oh yeah, man, there's some crazy footage out there. The one of the dude in the car, remember that one, Pete Jones? Yeah, it looked like Buddy's fucking car flipped and shit. Like, you just seen him drive and it looked like he was holding his phone out, looking out the passenger window, and fucking, all of a sudden, like, you just see it go off and everything goes fucking white with dust and then it comes to and you... Oh, it's crazy! <clears throat> but their whole country felt that, like, too. He's all fucked up. You see the mirror in his car is fucked up. The door and the windows are all fucked up. You know, you're looking at the sky, so it's like, Jesus. They were looking out the window, and all of a sudden, it just shattered. And they must have been fucking a good eight, nine blocks away by the looks of it. Oh, yeah, man. And literally, all the glass just shattered, man. It was a crazy fucking explosion. Oh, it's because there was 2,750 tons of fertilizer being stored in a warehouse. That's just fucking nuts. Yeah, man. Do you see pictures of the aftermath of that shit? Oh, cars flip that are oh, fucking yeah. miles away. Twenty-foot crater, man. I didn't know that, but like yeah, I've seen buildings and where cars crushed. Was man, like check it out. Fucking 
Anything in that 20 foot crater was just incinerated. That's fucking insane. And when you, the videos I saw, you see like the whiteness of the air and the smoke when the explosion happens, and as soon as that oh, hits the like building, it's just gone. Yeah, it does. Seriously, you could compare like it the to buildings 9/11 are just footage. Like just gone. It's crazy. There's nothing left of them. That's the closest thing the world has seen to a nuke since World War Two. No, other than testing, like in the public, yeah. I'll say this. It was fucking craziness. As far as the incident goes, I don't know what to say. I'm like everybody else. What do you say? All I can say is I truly feel sorry for the people that lost their lives, especially the ones at ground zero in the blink of an eye, man. Like, I feel for them and their families, and, like, that's a that's a crazy fucking situation. I don't know what else to say, but we had to bring it up. Oh, man. It I don't know what the latest death like, toll and the is, worst but part it's is, crazy. The worst part about that is it was a country, to begin with, that was getting ravaged by hey, corona. And this explosion just made their hospitals ten times worse because almost everybody in the country had fucking glass shards in them or had impact wounds from fucking being thrown into walls. Know who should have glass shards in them? Donald Trump. There, I said it. See this bullshit now? What With is the aluminum? His 10% tax on aluminum? Yeah, his tariff on fucking aluminum that comes out of Canada. What a fucking... Oh. Oh, my God. You know what? November 3rd or whatever it is. Holy fuck, America. You better smarten the fuck up. And fucking vote the right way, which is not Donald fucking Trump. Like, you know what? I look at it this way. You obviously don't like us. Guess what, Donald? Feelings fucking mutual, pal. I can probably speak for the majority of Canadians that are like, you know what? We want you to stay there, motherfucker. Seriously, you're a... Like, fuck off, man. No one's fucking sorry, Donald. Not too many people here are all crying and losing sleep because, oh, you don't like Canada. Good. There, I said it. The thing that I... And then the whole school thing. He let schools back in. If they're not taking... If they're going to charge us more for aluminum, we stop giving them aluminum. What are half their car dealerships going to use to build their cars? Because that's all cars are nowadays, is aluminum. Yeah, they just want to charge us a big surcharge. Aluminum and fucking plastic. But then this is the same guy that said, hey, let's bring schools back in. And you were the guy that showed me, bud, man, that one fucking, uh, that one fucking news In California, I believe it was, they had a school open for, like, nine hours. Yeah, if that. And they started testing positive for COVID. Everybody. Donald Trump was also quoted saying, "Well, we have great statistics. I don't, I don't know why this is happening." You know, just when you think Donald couldn't get any more fucking dumb. Well, he's trying to cheat it. He's tried to slow down his testing so his statistics looks a little bit better, so he could open shit up. Well, he also Meanwhile, wants... everything is as worse as it's ever fucking been there. Yeah, and now he wants to uh, have the election move back because of the whole COVID nineteen thing. Donald, I'll tell you something, Trump. You can fucking... Whatever you want to do, buddy. You can postpone that as long as you want, but at the end of the day, dumb is dumb. You can't fix fucking stupid. And I'd like to think by now the end result would be the same. You're out of there. My God. Because I swear if this guy gets in for another four years, we're all doomed. And we'll just be America. And then he'll start fucking with all of us. And then we're all going to wish we put fucking warrants out for his arrest like fucking Iran. 
I love that Iran did that. That's great. So, now that we've covered all that shit, I'm in a testy mood today. I'm going to give you one of the reasons why I'm in a testy mood. Yes, once again, gentlemen, and maybe the odd lady that might stumble upon this. It is yet another Tim Hortons story, and yet the story of another dumb fuck. Here's the deal, okay? I don't know, last week, the last time we did this podcast, if you tuned in at the very end, but I had a rant about fucking hugs, not masks. There's a bunch of them, guys. Like, I've noticed, because I've lived downtown now, there's a bunch of them outside the First Ontario Centre. There's a bunch of them out front of City Hall. Fuck those They're guys. They're fucking, like, living out front of fucking City Hall right now, and you you can't fucking skateboard there, but for some reason you can fucking put tents up? So, I go to the fucking Tim Hortons this morning. I'm standing outside waiting for my turn to go into the foyer. There's another person standing in the foyer. And there's another fucking person standing on the other side of the foyer, on the other side of the doors, who's been standing there since I got there, and I've been there 15 goddamn minutes already. Holy shit stain. I finally get in to the foyer section. I'm wearing a mask. As far as I can tell, everyone else is wearing a mask. I'll at least give the offender this. They were wearing a mask. But still, it's no excuse. This bitch decides she's going to come in to the foyer with me, try to cozy up to me because it's okay because she's wearing a mask. No word of a lie, gentlemen. That's how my day started today. I just wanted to go get a goddamn coffee and peace. And I've already been standing there about 20 minutes, so I'm just fit to be fucking tied. I look at her, and I'm like, asshole. This is a quote. Asshole. Why don't you step the fuck back outside... You sure as hell are not within, you you know, you're not six feet apart from me, you stupid bitch. Like, holy fuck, man. Just because we're all wearing masks, the six feet rule is still in effect. It's still in effect. The best one? Okay, so when you're on the bus. Piss me off. The best one that I like to do is like, you see people wearing their mask as like a chin guard. It's like, man, we're all, you can't be six feet apart on a fucking bus as it is. So where are you fucking mask correct? Yeah, I mean, it just pissed me off that she thought, hey, it's cool because we're both wearing masks. No, it's not fucking cool, bitch. So I went in to finish my fucking story. I got my coffee and, you know, it's that awkward silence, right? Because I'm sure they heard me, right, on the other side of the door behind the counter, right? Yeah. So it's an awkward silence, but they get me my coffee because... They're good that way, and they probably don't want to see me lose my absolute fucking mind. Just cool. I grab my coffee, thanks ladies, blah blah blah. I'm going at the door, and this bitch comes in. And you know, you ever been, like, it's so, it's so like grade school. Have you ever been in the situation where you're the guy, right, that stood up for something in the schoolyard? Nobody says shit, and then you walk like... 400 feet to the schoolyard door so you can go back in the school. Then somebody in the crowd from 400 yards where, like, yeah, fuck you, you know, that type oh. of thing. Yeah, that's what I got, but I just kept walking at that point. You know why? Because I had the satisfaction that, bitch, I still got my coffee, fuck you. <laughs> and I got to tell you what a stupid fucking cunt you are. There, I said it, the C word. I told you I'm in a feisty mood today. Again, this isn't like America. We don't have to believe that. Kind is, man. 
I still don't think women appreciate that word in this country. I know there's some women I know cut your balls off for saying that to them. Go up to my old lady and call her a cunt. See what happens to you. I tried that once. I'm lucky I'm still here. But that's another story. So, so fight, fight talk. talk story. Getting back to fight talk for a minute. Let's go back, shall we? To last episode. Pete Jones. What do you got to say for yourself? What? I wasn't here. Uh, last episode? I don't know what you're talking about. Mm, text that Pete Jones told him not to come. Yeah. From my understanding, Diabolical Dave took over the episode. Really? We're going to stick with and, that uh, to the end, huh? Yeah. It was pretty fucked up. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty fucked up. He came in. He knocked out, uh, Captain Asshole. He slapped out Captain yeah, Asshole. Yeah, didn't even knock him out. Slap him out. Yeah, that scared me the most. Because if, if, if he could slap you out, man, he'd fucking blow my head off. Yeah. And just fucking slap. Got, he had a henchman there, too, man. Like, who knows how many were there. Who knows? Yeah. Okay, then. So, other than moving, bud, man. Anything interesting happen to you, or you have a quirky little story before we get going this week? <laughs> you haven't talked to the motherfuckers in a couple weeks. So, uh, when I moved into this place, we're we're like, all right, we're gonna cook something to eat. So we start preheating the preheat the oven. I guess my wife was starting to preheat it, and I left to go get something. I come back, and my whole house smells like fucking cleaners. So I'm like, did you clean the oven before you started it? She's like, no. So I open it, and there's, like, black smoke coming out of my fucking oven because there was a plastic bit set, like, fucking screwdriver bit set in my oven that my fucking landlord left or a contractor left in my fucking oven. So I called my landlord and lost my fucking shit. need to have somebody record that for podcast purposes. Because, like, literally, I moved into this place, paid, like, an illegal deposit to get in for one which was in full month's rent, and the place didn't even have a working shower at the time. There's no screens in the fucking windows. Can't shut one door without ruining the floor. That sounds like a crazy band name. Can't shut a door without ruining the floor. No, 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 no. Sorry. But, uh, yeah. It's gotten a little bit better, but, uh... Oh. There is some real problems in my apartment. Before we move on, inquiring minds must know. What is everybody smoking at the table today? I'm what is smoking your choice of herb, if you will. I'm smoking whatever Larry left behind. That would be white cookies. Very good. I got some. And Pete Jones, what are you smoking today, good sir? I'm currently smoking a nice 50-50 salad of uh <laughs> good pot. Good weed. That's for sure. What is it? It is sherbet and uh Kraken Barrel OG? Kraken Barrel. Kraken Barrel OG, I do believe. But it is a nice 50-50 blend of the two. It is a pretty high-quality oh, salad. Oh, actually, I got one more thing we can it, throw in uh, here. good. And I'm smoking industrial plant. Nice. That is what we are all smoking this week around the table. There's made a new segment right there. Wow. As I as I said, I didn't have uh, screens in my windows, so we'd leave it open during the day because it's hot as balls. I and heard we'd have dull. fucking like hornets fly in and shit, and they aren't like normal sized hornets; they're like super sized hornets. <laughs> they're Not like African you. killing hornets or anything, or Chinese killer bees, but they're fucking massive black hornets that fly Bud in. Man here is also 
terrified of bees. Yes. So I'm sure they're regular size hornets, but the him they might no, as well no, be no. like. No, no, no. They're fucking giant huge. mutated fucking hornets that want to stab and suck out his soul through his fucking ear. Jeez. You know, like crazy hornets. That is a crazy fucking. Did you say suck my soul out of my ear? Yeah. That's right. That's hardcore. Up. Now I'm gonna be scared Straight of up. bees for that. I'm gonna just run out. away from them. Don't suck my soul out. Holding my Cover ear in your ears. Yeah. There you go. And then everybody be like, actually on my street, that'd probably be normal. They'd be like, a fucking crackhead. Oh, ignore him, he's okay. Yeah, you know, I, that's normal. I do have to bring up, I hope the dude is okay. Uh, the other day, Pete Jones and I were walking down the street, man, and it was fucked up. Pete Jones, if you want to explain the carnage, go ahead. So basically... Just we're we're walking down the street, right? We're going to Budman's new place, and like we're walking, we're They're talking. right by that damn no like, frills on King. Yeah, yeah, right by the no frills and that Dollarama there, eh? And we're walking, and like Bell's on the other side of the street, eh? And they got like all their trucks, and it's all closed off and shit. And then all of a sudden, while we're talking, we just hear this woman out of nowhere, "Oh my God, no!" Oh, and then like I look over and the bell guy's running down the street. He's like, "Whoa, whoa, wait, stop, whoa, stop. stop!" This bell fucking truck, right? Is going and like I'm, I'm like, "What the fuck's going on?" Captain Asshole looks at me. He's like, "Yo, dude, look at that. What the fuck?" And I'm like, "Yo, what, what the shit's going on?" And I walk back, take a couple of steps back, right, and look behind the car that's parked there, because like all oh, the cars are honking their horns and shit. This dude rolls out from underneath the bell truck. He just got ran the fuck over, man. His legs looked absolutely fucked, fucked up. Like, he looked like he looked like he was pretty fine, honestly. Like he was talking, you know. He told him, and like everybody he was an older dude panicking to get a get an ambulance and shit. And you could hear him like, "Yo, call call an ambulance." He's sitting there, hands crossed. But like his one leg looked alright. His other one's just bent as fuck, right? But like, yeah, yeah. I'm assuming it rolled over him like knee height. He looked like a short dude. Oh, so the other wheel just like torso and his head and everything. Thank God. But yeah, it was it was fucking brutal, man. Absolutely brutal. Hopefully, that dude is okay. Holy fuck. But yeah, man, I was nuts. And then the fucked up part, we walk a block down, and there's a, this this fucking guy yelling at this cop what happened. The cop, he just walks over. Like, no hurry in his stride or nothing. I'm like, nice. That's all I kept thinking was, that's, that's real nice. So the mascot today is my favorite Robin. Tim Drake as Red Robin. Or, if you will, the Titans version. He looks pretty cool. He normally sits on the shrine of Batman in my toy room. But he's out here outdoors today, hanging out with us. So when he goes back to the toy room, when it's all quiet at my house, and everybody's sleeping, he can tell the rest of the toys about this crazy experience, LSD trip he had about being outside. What's up? Yeah, we got ashtrays out here, bongs out I'm here, trying to out here. find an article about the bell truck out here. I think it was a bell truck, man. It yeah. looked like yeah, a bell it was, truck. It was a bell truck for sure, hundred percent. It was nuts. Man. What day was that? Uh, day before last. So it's what Sunday today, Saturday, Saturday today. I don't know. Probably Friday, Thursday or Friday. I think it was Thursday. Maybe. I don't know, dude. I don't have a concept of time. No, that's right. Like, you're asking the wrong guy. I sleep during the night. I wake up during... Or, I sleep during the day, and I wake up at night. You sure? Are you confused? I'm fucking high. It's good weed, okay? <laughs> it's good weed. Damn good weed. It is. It's 
fantastic. I almost want to like take all of our weeds and put it in a big old fucking podcast joint. So Pete Jones, a good segue into the next segment. So I just found out why. Uh, oh. Sorry, I just found out why Hamilton hasn't gotten rid of those homeless camps that are just set up on the side of the street everywhere. Because the Supreme Court keeps extending the injection that prevents them from doing it. So pretty much if they do it, they're, they're, you know, it's illegal. Anyways, so the same. Good way to bleed into the first segment here. You're a Star Trek Voyager fan, correct? Yes. Well, we'll just see. Five fun facts about... Star Trek Voyager. Five. The first episode of Voyager aired January 16th, 1995. Five. Tom Paris' middle name is Eugene, in honor of Gene Roddenberry. Three. Professional wrestler and actor Dwayne The Rock Johnson appeared in an episode as a bloodthirsty gladiator who battled Seven of Nine. Two. Jerry Ryan turned down the role of Seven of Nine four times. And number one. The final episode of Voyager aired May 23rd, 2001. Next episode... Five fun facts about... Star Trek Enterprise. Do you think you're smart? Do you really think you're that smart? We'll put it to the test, cause it's time for the quiz. The quiz! In the previous episode of the quiz, we did Superman. Here are the answers. Five. What supervillain killed the Man of Steel in Superman number 75? Answer, Doomsday. Four. What member of the Superman family died in Crisis on Infinite Earth? Answer, Supergirl. Three. What is Superman's kryptonite name? Answer, Kal-El. Two. Who did Superman entrust with a kryptonite ring to stop him if he ever turned evil? Answer, Batman. And we'll get to him in a second. And number one, who was Superman's first supervillain? Answer, trick question, Ultra Humanite. I bet you people were thinking Lex Luthor or something like that. Anyways, this episode, my favorite subject, Batman. Got some good ones here. So here we go. Five. What year was the character of Robin first introduced? 4. What was Alfred the Butler's original family name? And no, it wasn't Pennyworth. 3. What was Bathound's name? 2. What comic book featured Batman teaming up with a different hero each issue? And number 1. What writer first referred to Batman as the Dark Knight? Next episode, Wonder Woman! That's history! One time, 100 imposters claimed to be Marie Antoinette's dead son. Google it. That's history. Corona's World! So, it's time for Corona's World. This week, worldwide, there is, drumroll, 19,760,764 cases. Death. 728,030 recovered 12,669,071 let's see though how much of that is actually the United States well look at this United States 
five million one hundred and forty four thousand seven hundred and forty three deaths one hundred and sixty four thousand nine hundred and eighty six recovered two million six hundred and thirty three thousand four hundred and seventy motherfuckers this reminds me of, like math class let's check out new york shall we should always check out our friends in new york uh, see how they're doing i guess we're not checking our friends out in new york okay let's do canada can we do canada yes we can my laptop just needs to load everything as slow as a goat connecting it's pete jones in the background in Canada, there is 119,221 cases. In Quebec, there are 60,367 cases. In Ontario, there's 39,967 cases. Gonna do the third largest one there? Or? Alberta, Budman's favorite province, 11,430. Nunavut is still at zero. It's probably because they're in testing. There's not enough people there to test, probably. Or give a fuck. Hamilton in the hammer. Wow, we have up. 908 cases. We have resolved cases, 841 and 45 deaths. We're still under 1,000 in the hammer. Just. 95 short. Guess that's Corona's world. Since we can't bring up New York. So, Captain Asshole, I've been using this biking app. And, uh been recording how fast I go and shit. Holy fuck. I realize I do a lot of biking in just a week of biking back and forth to work. I just bike everywhere. Fucking machine. How much biking did you do in one week? This week alone I've done 61.1 kilometers. And that's just to work and back? No, that's throughout the week. That's throughout the week. Working back. Fucking my buddy's house. Yeah. Not a fair amount in one week. Well, at the minimum, I do like 9.7 kilometers a fucking day. Yeah, that's a good little stretch. I used to fucking bike, what, 21 kilometers to work. Not to work, to school. And back when I lived out in the country. Double that to get it to Morton's. <laughs> so, Pete Jones just sitting there all stoned. Huh? Being really quiet over there. You're being quiet over there. Fuck, man. What's What's going on? Not too much. Just chilling. Uh, you know, getting high, smoking cigarettes, polluting my body, chilling. Yeah. It almost looks like an episode of the Trailer Park Boys out here. All we need is a I couple know, right? of beer bottles. There's weed everywhere. There's like three bongs, a bunch of coffee cups. If coffee cups is like Canadian beer, you know, for us anyways. So it can be the beer bottles in this Trailer Park Boys scene. Regis yeah. Philbin died, man. What? Regis Philbin died, man. He was like 88 years old. That sucks. Do you even know who he was? No, I don't. Budman doesn't. You don't either, do you? No, no, I don't know who it is. It sounds familiar, though. Who is it? Google it. Google it. Google him. He's hilarious. Budman the Tech Man. He's a funny guy. What is he Googling? Regis Philbin. Regis Philbin. Don't mind the porn that pops up here. Ah, gay porn. I forgot the name. What? Regis. Regis Philbert? Philbin. Philbin. P-H-I-L-B-I-N. What the hell do you have spelled in this? Philbin. Oh my god. It looks like gibberish. 
It looks like you just tapped on the keyboard a bunch of times randomly with your thumbs. It's like some Russian Riskiskabarsk. You can look it up, Captain Asshole. I'm outing this one as the tech guy. Wow. Sorry, all and all together, since I've got downloaded this app, I've done 75.3 kilometers. Sorry. I had a thousand one year. It was a well over by the end of the year. Regis Philbin. I used to walk about nine kilometers on average a day. Regis Philbin. He was a funny fucking dude. I know this dude. Oh, yeah. He died? He yeah, died. I mean. That sucks. Jesus, man. Six feet. Trying to fucking kiss me there? You don't be like that douchebag in Tim Horton. You want me to go get my mask? Kind of. Maybe I, maybe I want you to. No, I'm not one of those people that are like, yeah, wear your mask, but I'm not gonna wear mine. Meanwhile, you're leaning towards. Me. Yeah. You ever, you ever gone into a store without a mask? You use your shirt. It was like mask, and it falls, and buddy's like, please cover, and they're not fucking wearing a mask themselves. So just behind this shitty little fucking, it looks like they like took saran wrap and wrapped two poles, and they're like, oh no, we have plexiglass, we're fine, motherfucker. Are you enclosed in that? No. Well, fuck don't you have a mask on? I hate when fucking convenience stores do that shit to you. They're like, please wear a mask. Meanwhile, they ain't wearing a mask behind the counter. When you do your convenience store guy impression, why do you have an accent? Is in your mind, are they all Indian? Okay, Pete Jones. So, when you go into a convenience store, what you, you're telling me a white guy named Bob oh, here we go. is behind the fucking counter? Sometimes, but it's not always an Indian guy. You know? Yeah, sometimes there's a Chinese guy. Sometimes there's a Mexican-looking fucker. Point being. Exactly. Point being. Sorry. I'm stereotypical. But stereotypes exist for a reason. Did you just say stereotypes existed for a reason? Exist for a reason. They do. Because in some little bit of it, there is some kind of truth. I truly believe that stereotypes exist for a reason. You know what? I'm Canadian. I love bacon. I love coffee. I do say A a lot. And you know what? We do say no in a boot. Like, it is It is I weird. I do not say a boot. Yes, you do. We don't say a boot, but you know what? We do say it weird. It's at all the boot. And you know what? Stereotypes do, do stem for a little bit of truth, man. Like, it's all good. They they exist. They exist for a reason. And they're over-exaggerated truth like, is basically what a stereotype is. I don't think some white guy woke up and was like, you know what? You know what? Actually, I'm not saying it. <laughs> what Panther? Yeah, White Panther. I'm not saying it. Stereotypes exist for a reason. That's true, they do. Yep. So, like, uh, white people can't dance. Oh, yeah. 100%. Do you ever see me try to dance? You ever look at dancing way back in the day? You know, like the 60s and the 50s, how people just, like, used to dance absolutely fucking crazy? You know, like, fucking... Like, their like, uh, in the air like watch, watch Back to the Future. You know, and or how grease lightning. Yeah, or grease lightning. You know, just outrageously that that is white people dance. It is very they express themselves very large, but you know what? It looks weird. It is very strange. You know, even nowadays white people don't really have any rhythm. You know, we don't have rhythm. Not not compared to like to like black people, their culture's got great rhythm. Are you kidding me? Like we don't have rhythm compared to them. Do what? Remember Paul Mooney on fucking Dave Chappelle? Oh my god. Ask a black dude? Yeah. I think we should have you go around Pete Jones and go ask a white dude. 
and just go around and start asking white people questions. Like the most bizarre questions. Uh, and see what the as answer is. As long as it's is. not too racist, I want to get knocked oh, come out on. or something. Oh, come on. I want to just go around asking people like racist questions. Who That's says crazy. it had to be racist? It's crazy. I don't know. Like what? What, what questions? Like why do people, why do white people like NyQuil so much? Because it's the big fucking Q. Because it's the big fucking Q. The big fucking Q. Why do white women put their children on leashes? It's a good question too, actually, yeah. Yeah, why do backpack leashes exist? Only white people use them. One that's funny as fuck though, I have one for my kid. I'm so using that motherfucking thing when he pisses me off. Do you really? You just like... Tie him up in a corner, put You're it on. Savage. You know, ha, ah, now you can't run anywhere. Okay. Stay in your room. You have a pole or like a stake in the middle of the floor in his room that you can just tie him That's up. That's what to. his kennel's for. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Good jokes. old kennel. Jokes. Jokes. He's actually got a crib and everything. I was going to have a kennel. Let's be straight. We made it out of a kennel. We just call it the kennel. Yeah, it's got bars. <laughs> jokes. So. As everybody knows, we said before I moved, and I moved into a one-bedroom. Sorry, my kid moved into a one-bedroom. I moved into a bachelor, because he's got the bedroom. And the bedroom's got screens in the windows. So this motherfucker's got all the airflow in the house, and a fan. And I swung my balls off at night, just thinking about going in there and just crawling underneath his crib, passing out. Do it. Can you imagine? Just put your put your mind in the baby for a second. Right? He's He's sleeping away. He wakes up, you know, ah, ah, you know, good, good morning, oh, it's still night. He looks over the side of his crib, there's Budman, halfway sticking out, peering up at him. Good evening. <laughs> halfway up out from under the crib, you know, big beard glasses. Oh, are you awake? <laughs> I saw the boogeyman, the boogeyman. <laughs> That's all I imagine now. Oh my god, I can't wait to fuck with my kid though, you don't even know. You honestly don't understand, like, I just can't wait to be like, one day, wake him up at like, first day of school, one of the years, just wake him up at like, four o'clock in the fucking morning, be like, you're fucking late, you're late, let's go, let's go! Get in the fuck, get your bike, let's go! Fucking... He gets all the way outside, sees that it's still dark. I want to see how far I get him, you know what I mean? If he gets on his bike and we bike halfway down the street, and he's like, wait a minute, it's still dark out. If I can, like, be like, nah, man, it's the time of year. Trust me, it'll be dark when you go to school for a little while. See how far I can get him. Get him all the way to the school, obviously. I gotta take him home and get him, like, something at Tim Hortons. So that's pretty dick move. Slap him in the head and go, what's wrong with Yeah, I'd be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Smarten up. <laughs> gonna say do the same thing, but two days before school starts. You know, light out and everything, so that way you get there and, like, you walk into the school. He's like, yeah, find your classes and stuff. He walks into the school. I walk yeah. away. <laughs> just walk away. Fucking, yeah. I'll be here when school's over to pick you up. Yeah, exactly. Sorry, son, you were born into a family of assholes. <laughs> Deal with it. I Honestly, I can't wait to just one morning just wake him up. He's like, what did I do? What did I do? You take out that fucking garbage last night. And I never asked him to do it. You know what I mean? <laughs> so you take out the fucking garbage last night. Like I fucking asked you to last week. Uh... Be like, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know. Go fucking take it out. 
fucking five o'clock in the morning. Fucking sit there, eh? You wake him up. Hey! Fucking stomp into his room and she gets along with it. What's my hey? You know what? I'm proud of you. And then just walk away. <laughs> <laughs> Come in all pissed off and shit like you fucking, you little, what? What did I do now? What did I do now? Good job on being a child. And just walk away. No, man. You walk, you storm into the room, wake them up. As they're all sitting there freaking out, just look at them and go, your mother tolerates you, and then walk away. <laughs> That's so savage. That's so savage. And then when he's like, what? Then you turn around, walk back over, get real close and go, I hate you. And then walk away. No, just, just walking. Kidding. Your mother's an alcoholic. Shut the door. <laughs> oh my god. Me, the shit, honestly, the shit that I want him to say at school is gonna be hilarious. Gotta be careful, man. Oh, yeah, but it'll still be funny. Teach him the alphabet, but teach him all curse words. A. Ah. <laughs> A is for ass, and B is for butt. C, C is, is for, for camel toe. toe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. D is for cunt, D is for dick. Yeah, etc. That's you pretty savage. It. Damn. Funny. I was also thinking about, like, Introducing them to, like Weird Al songs before re- the real versions of the songs, so you'll freak out when he hears the real versions <laughs> and be like, "This ain't even the real fucking version." You know what I mean? How what fucked would that be? Yeah. Remake. That'd be savage. That'd be, I've done that before, and That's it is funny. pretty. It's pretty trippy. Yeah, man. I'm telling you, there's so many ways. Like, I just traumatize the shit out of them. Talk about traumatizing. Well, you gotta traumatize them when they're young, right? That way they're used to it when they're oh, older. Absolutely. Christmas comes around, you put a present underneath the tree from Santa. He opens it up. It's a box with a note in it. Santa's not real. <laughs> I'm your father. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, man. If he still thinks that Santa wow. Claus is real when he's 10, that's what I'll do. Wow. One single present. And then when he opens and he's like, what do you mean? Ah! I'll roll all the presents out of the closet or something and be like, yeah, it's me. Santa's not real. Go to school and tell everyone. Nah, man, that's where you come around the corner from the other room dressed like Santa Claus. And then you just take the beard off and throw it out and take the hat off, throw it out and be like, Santa's not fucking real. It was me the whole fucking time, man. You know what? I was also thinking, would you want your kid to be the one that goes to school and yes. opens their mouth about Absolutely. it? Absolutely. Uh, and you go to like your, Absolutely. P- your I would love to meetings or whatever. Your parent-teacher meetings or whatever, and fuck it, everybody's looking at you like, fuck you, man, my kid now doesn't believe in Santa Claus, you're a fucking asshole, like... Good, stop lying to your children. Know what I did with my children? I wrapped a box, put it under the tree, biggest box I could find. Then, as their five-year-old eyes lay upon it, in all wonder and glee, they open it up, and there's nothing in it. Nothing. And then they look at me, and then I look at them, (laughs) and I say, you know what? There's nothing in that. You know why? Because Santa is a real bitch. I worked my ass off to get you those presents, you little bastard. You know what you say when he opens it and looks at you? Your dreams are in there. (laughs) (laughs) See, I wasn't even going to go there. Oh, my God. That's savage. Wow. Life lesson (laughs) right there. Wow, I want to be an astronaut. Good luck. Well, I, think, <laughs> like, 
I feel sorry for any future children you may spawn. Do you imagine? Kid looks at you. I want to be an astronaut. Awesome. I'll get you a present tomorrow. Bring him home an empty box. That's like your fucking dream. <laughs> Getting the reality yeah, in like, with a broomstick. You give him a gift. Gift. It's a suit and tie. Welcome to a desk job. That's reality. We're I'm paying that overalls. fucking child fun for nothing, bitch. Preparing overalls. Yeah. Ah. Oh, Go to the farm. Kid's gonna have a, a pretty funny life. He's be traumatized, man, for sure. You be a funny little part, bastard, man. though. I hope you get. I hope Traumatizing you have your children. Therapist's gonna have to pay me. Probably. For that no, kind hey, of entertainment. You know the therapist is gonna need therapy. No. You know what? As I told my children, you know what? You're too good for therapy. I don't think so. Tough it out. Suck it up. Be a man. Yeah, one of those. What if? What if you had a daughter? What if you had a daughter? I would have blown my head off a long time ago. I was thinking that too the other day. Like if I had a daughter, you know, different. Oh, the dude. world would have to look to me like Jesus Christ. Oh, dude. Be Everybody that comes world. within two feet of her, I'd be like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Dude, wait till she was like sixteen or seventeen. Oh, I'd have a fucking GPS tracker implanted oh. in her ass or something. Oh, dude. Why in her ass? It's where all the flap is. Sit on it. You ain't gonna feel it. Boom, just blew your mind. I've already thought about it, because we didn't know the sex of our child for a little bit. Doesn't that bother you when somebody asks you, what is the sex of your child? Oh, when you fill out that birth certificate, you have an Why option for X. Why couldn't we just say, boy or girl? No, now they got to go, go X, giraffe. You just hit the X dash Wookiee. Just because you look like a Wookiee. Exactly. What would you name a child if you had one, Pete Jones? Vladimir Bruce Wayne. Bleep. <laughs> Vladimir Blue Bruce Wayne. Bleep. Yeah. Let's be clear. Are there any Russians in your family history? No, but I really like you know Vlad the Impaler. He was he was pretty awesome, and uh, I just always really liked the name Vladimir. Fuck it. No, what? I, I can't talk. Actually, I wanted to name my son uh, Jack Mihoff. <laughs> yeah, and you didn't. I wasn't. Honestly, my my wife was the reason I didn't. Yeah. I could have filled out that form when she wasn't around, but I probably wouldn't have been breathing when she found out when the birth certificate came in. Man, if I ever have a child and she's giving birth and she's like, no, no, we're not naming him Vladimir. I'm going to be like, yeah, you take lots of these drugs. You take sleep. Sleep. I'll fill out these forms. And then the next day, you see a news report of some poor bastard dead in an alleyway, fucking stabbed to death by his wife for naming his kid fucking the wrong name. No. 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 That's not the way it would go down. What'd you do, man, if you found out the year old lady was alien? Legit. A space alien. You were related to a space alien? No, what if your old lady was a space alien? I'd be like, I've been fucking a space alien. Wouldn't you kind of want to go out and cheer to the world, motherfuckers? I'm the greatest. I fucked an alien Wait, life form. What, what kind of alien? Like, are we talking a humanoid alien or like some insectoid wearing wearing a fucking skin suit? Like, what? A, what? What's the matter? It's yeah, too late at that point. Yeah. Well, yeah, but even still, like, 
I, what, make you feel better? You fucked up. Wearing, wearing you fucked suit, uh, I don't think I'd be boasting about that. You fucked a humanoid you know? bitch compared to yeah, a, like if a, it was a grasshopper? Vulcan. If it was like a Vulcan. Is that what you're saying? Or like, you know, uh, the green chick from Guardians of the Galaxies. Yeah, yeah, I'd boast Gamora, about that. Gamora, a yeah. grasshopper. She had really great twerk. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm thinking when you... She was really hopping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she played the most beautiful song. I thought she, she was rubbed singing, her but... legs together. Yeah. Yeah. No, seriously, she said they were moles, but if I your old lady more. just walked up to you, bud man, and went, "Hey, you know what? I think it's time you should know." Took their fucking top of their head and just ripped it off, and there's this fucking weirdo looking fucking alien that goes, "But I still love you." Then what? Where do you go from there? Would you scream alien? Would I'd be like, just accept it. I'd just be like, put oh, the mask put back on. Skin suit back on. Put the mask back on. We'll forget about this. Uh, does our baby have a skin mask, or is he one of you? Never How's that work? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I thought some of his Robert shits were pretty through. weird. Be fucked up, wouldn't it? It'd be really fucked up. See, that's the effects of industrial plant right there. The weird things I think of at the spur of the moment. Okay, so imagine this. You wake up one morning. Every piece of technology in the world has become sentient and can do whatever the fuck it wants. We're almost so you wake there up, now. look at your phone, it gives you the finger, grows <laughs> two legs, and is like, fuck you, I'm tired of you dirty ass shit, and walks away. I would laugh my Go ass downstairs, up. try to put fucking bread in the toaster, he's like, I'm done with you violating me. Gets up, walks uh, away. Just saying the word violating would make me laugh. What makes you laugh. think they wouldn't be friendly? But like, maybe the toaster knows that it's And maybe gets off on the bridge. What is my purpose in life? To toast, toast. Like toast. Yeah, to toast. Yeah, toast. maybe he gets off on it. Like you, like you slip the toast in him. Slip it in, he's like, ah, oh, do it again, do it again, do it again. <laughs> push my, push my button down, push it, ah. Oh. Bagel setting, that's only half the fun. <laughs> yeah. Be the electrical knife I would think you'd have to watch out for, guys like that. Yeah, yeah, the knives. These electrical cars, you know, just all of a sudden they become Teslas. Be like Transformers. Yeah, yeah, they just transform, you know. Be fucked up. Get in your car in the morning. Beep, beep. <laughs> but he's like fucking broken in six different places now. He's inside the Autobot's head. He's like, oh, sorry, buddy. I always never got that. Like, I remember watching a Transformers cartoon once, and, like, they transform with the people inside of them. <laughs> and you're like, how many times did they die? No, man, they, they they store them in their chest compartment. Like, they keep the cab of the car in their chest, and then, uh... Pete Jones here knows the anatomy of uh, Autobots and Decepticons. Absolutely. 100%. Do you remember getting those Transformer toys? The cars and shit? Yeah. You never knew how to fucking transform them. That was half the fucking fun. You'd get it, and you'd be like, how does it work? And you'd break it, and be like, oh, shit. That's not how it works. Yeah. But somehow you make it work. Yeah. We'll just glue this arm back on here. It won't fold, but it's got a tire on it. Just be a little lopsided. Yep. So you want to know what I was going to do to the homeless guys? They didn't fix the door. What? I was going to take my bike out the back door, and literally just beat the shit out of him with it. Legit. Because you know, he was sleeping right in the doorway, so I was just going to step on him pretty much and just pretty much hit him with every fucking part of my bike on my way through the door and be like, oh, I'm so I'm just trying to get to work. 
Damn. I'm almost happened. late. Like, this is bullshit. You gotta move. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. How did my handlebars get down there? <laughs> yeah, there you go. I, have... oh, I gotta fold it. I gotta flip it upside down so I can get down the stairs. I do that right here in the, in the doorway. Oh, I'm so sorry. My chain scratched you. <laughs> yeah, it's one way to do it. I have a question for you guys, though. What's that? What are you guys' thoughts on raccoons and how to get rid of them? Oh, I was going to bring that up. You uh, catch one, just like rats, you burn it alive. <laughs> burn it alive. Let it squeal and let everybody, let all the other raccoons know not to come back. I've seen this work, though. What? I've seen it work, yeah, with rats. You literally catch a rat alive, cover it in gas, and burn it alive. It squeals and run every rat out of that house. That's like what? I'm not joking. I watched one of uh, my landlords do it. What kind of hillbilly shit is that? Like what in the fuck? Oh, we're just gonna we're just gonna catch work? this right here and throw it in this cage. Put that gasoline. Oh yeah, there's that rat real good sitting on fire. Let it squeal as he all them other rats just run out of the building. Look, what the hell hillbilly shit is that? But it works, man. Like you watch them oh. run. Like, and they run fast. Well, no shit, I'd run fast too if someone was holding a human being up, burning him alive, but... It's fucked up. And yes, it was a redneck landlord. But goddammit, that shit worked. It was cheaper too. It was like a dollar twenty-seven in gas, and a fucking dollar store rat trap. You listening to this? Well, man, I'd do the exact same thing. Apparently I got mice what? in my place. I, get, I got a gas station right next door too. I catch a mice, so yeah, man. Jesus! Right on my fucking balcony, I'll burn that bitch alive. Once had rats in a place that I was living. Once had rats and mice in the place that I was living, man. And like, I swear to God, they were mutated rats. Like, they were digging. I was in the basement, right? Like, that's where I lived, was in the basement. It was a douchebag cat, by the way. Yeah, yeah, the cat was a douchebag. It held grudges, you know. But we'll get to that. But like, these, these rats literally dug holes through the concrete floors, man. Like, ate the concrete. I put down traps and shit, the traps disappeared. They literally disappeared. I never actually found any of the traps I put down. And, like, at first I was like, yeah, the mice, yeah. They're just mice. Put down them fucking glue traps. No, they disappear. You know, put down an actual rat trap. No, they disappeared. Ended up having to soak bread in bleach. Put a little peanut butter on it with rat poison in it. Yeah, that's how I had to do it. And you know what? Still didn't work. These fucking rats absolutely crazy, man. the cat I had. Cat would sit there and look at me, you know, because, like, I give the cat shit for doing something, and then the cat hold a grudge, and it, it'd sit there, like, look at the mice and the rats and crap, and, like, then look at me and be like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not doing anything. Fuck you, bud. It was one day I walked downstairs into the basement, and I flipped on the light. The cat's sitting there in front of its food bowl. Five mice run this way. A couple of rats run that way. What's the cat do? Look at me. Yeah, I'm not doing anything. Fuck that shit. No, fuck you. Cat was a, cat was a dick. Cool cat, though. Was this the same place you had, a? Uh... One of them wake you up and just, like, fucking attack you? Yeah. Yeah, I woke up. One of them was on my chest and it bit me in the fucking mm-hmm. mouse, man. And uh, well, I went on a rampage. In that snitchel. couple of seconds when you woke up and looked at it, did it look at you kind of like, I'm innocent, what's up? Or was it like, I'm going to fuck you up? I didn't even fucking see the thing, man. I woke up. You know, and I was sleeping on a futon. I had it folded up into a couch, eh? And I woke up and, like, I'm kind of like, ugh. Ugh, ugh, it's, what time is it? Then I gotta look over and this thing, like, in the dark, is like, I feel it, and I'm like, what the fuck is that? And then all of a sudden, she's like, right on my lip and bleeding everywhere. I'm like, what in the fucking shit is this? I remember thinking it looked like I had my period on the fucking blanket, for Christ's sake. 
It's just ridiculous, man. And then, yeah, I set up a guillotine over a couple of their holes, and I sat there and I hunted them bitches down for an entire day with a fucking machete. Cut one leg off. Oh, I fucked those rats up. Wow. It's like confessions of a psychopath, or... No. Man. Not a I'm telling you, they're, they're fucked rats, but they're not as bad as cockroaches. I'd rather have rats than cockroaches. I don't care, man. We went, when we threw out the books in my apartment, my wife was like, I'm like, but my books. And I was like, well, you can either live with cockroaches again or throw out these books that you've never read or haven't read in like five fucking years. You decide. Fucking can't stand those old fuckers. Pete Jones cannot have a pop from Captain Asshole. So, uh, anything new happened to you, Captain Asshole? In what sense of the word? Anything interesting? Well, other than seeing that motherfucker get run over. Yeah. I heard someone... I was playing a lot of hockey. Or, well, watching a lot of hockey. I, uh, swear to God, I heard someone get shot the other night. Yeah, I can yeah. believe it. See, my neighborhood's too quiet for that shit. We get you the random like, weirdo that migrates from downtown. You hear a shit ton of screaming down the street, and then one huge bang. Everything's silent, even traffic. And then all you hear is the traffic start up again. So when you're like, yeah, someone definitely just got shot. I want to talk about fucking traffic. Every fucking time I'm on the Xbox, I get a party invite from Pete Jones. I swear to fucking Christ. I don't know where he's sitting in his house. I guess it's close to a window. This window's always open. Man, I can hear people on his street fart. Well, we're we're talking on the Xbox. Yeah, it's the right beside my living room window. Cause my you three house, stories up. Yeah, my house is hot as balls, and I live on the top floor. That's why it's hot as balls. And the window's right next to the street. And I live on a very busy street. A lot of people uh, walking around and shit. You know, no, I'm I'm actually complimenting the microphone on your fucking earbuds. Oh, yeah, I just use skull candy headphones. That's crazy. Fucking, yeah, yeah, they're pretty pretty solid. Like I mean, I could fucking literally hear a pin drop on your street, man. Like those, yeah. I'm complimenting your fucking microphone. It's good. It's shit. crazy though. It's good. You do have a busy fucking street. Though. Oh yeah, and like they parked uh, fire trucks not too far from my house, eh? So like. Every time one of them suckers comes out, they're on a one-way street, so they pop onto my one-way street, and then fucking their sirens are blaring, and wee, and like you can hear that over the fucking mic. It's a big pain in the ass. When I lived down there, man, there was fucking fire every goddamn night, it seemed. Oh, I swear, every night something's burning down. And it's not like, it's not like a fucking early in the evening, it's like late at night. Yeah, it's like, holy shit, you catch that arson yet? Fucking, <laughs> like... Strikes again! Jesus. See, I live in a more quiet neighborhood. My neighbors cut the grass, trim their hedges. They're very quiet. Kind of. I mean, you have the odd freak, but They I mean, only bury bodies in the backyard once in a while. I don't know, don't you, don't you have crackheads, like, living a couple blocks over? A couple houses over? Those are everywhere. <laughs> I swear, you can't get away from them they in the count. city anymore. Which is kind of sad, man. I swear, like, you can't get away from these You ever people. seen, like, Crackhead's bike? That is the funniest shit. I was biking behind one on my way over here. It's the funniest shit ever. They look like they're drunk, but have way too much energy. Like, they start falling, and they, like, literally kick, like, jump their bike up to fucking standing straight. Man, I watched a 
I watched a crackhead fucking go down a hill on a bike, and I mean, like, she flew by me so quick that, like, I had to move out of the way, and she's ringing her bell, and she's like, Aah! you know, and she fucking goes down the hill straight smack dab into the side of a bus shelter, man. Like, and I mean, like, she had lots of time to move out of the way. She was slowing down on her way to the bus shelter. Like, it's she obviously seen it coming. And, like, she fucking smack dab flat into it. Falls, you know, fuck face plant over the handlebars. Goes in. I'm like, holy shit. And I'm laughing. And I walk down the street. And, like, I'm like, oh, shit, do you need some help? And, like, the funny part is not even, like, Hurst going smack dab into the bus shelter. When I helped her up, she's like, oh, Oh, I'm pregnant, I'm pregnant, and all this, and it's like, <laughs> holy shit, why are you riding a bike high on crack down a fucking road smashing into bus shelters then, bitch? And like, I'm sorry, there was no way this chick is pregnant. Like, there was, she was talking fucking mine, like, she was like, oh, I'm six months pregnant, she looked thinner than fucking Christ. Like, thinner than Gandhi on a fucking hunger strike. Like, just nuts. Yeah, that's crackheads riding a bike. <laughs> Oh my god. You ever so you ever been riding a bike and like not see one of those like chain guards that stop cars from like parking in a parking lot? So like funny story, bring that up. Me me and my roommate in Guelph, we we got new bikes, so we're like, fuck it, we're just gonna go for a bike ride. We go by this mall plaza in Guelph and it's got this fucking parking fucking building. So we're like, fuck, we're gonna go all the way up to the top and we're biking ham up this thing not looking, like, I'm not looking where I'm going, I'm just fucking pedaling like a motherfucker. We get all the way to the top, and my roommate stops, but I keep going. And all I hear is, stop, man, stop! And next thing I know is I'm flying over my handlebars into this fucking parking lot, because there was a chain across the top of the fucking parking lot, because it was almost winter, so they didn't want people parking out on the roof. Yeah. What are you letting your nefarious dog up on the Go chair? On, so that's that's all I got, man. It's my random bullshit. So before we go on to fight talk, uh, it's a good segue into fight talk. Please, what? please enlighten us all, Pete Jones, on uh, how you fight raccoons. How I fight raccoons? How do you fight what raccoons? Why I asked you guys his opinion on raccoons before we got off topic on burning them alive. Right, thanks to Budman. It's because raccoons have been invading my uh, my patio. Because like I said, I live on top floor, right? I have a rooftop access. Be descriptive. And it's like, these raccoons, right? So like, over the winter, my door was broke. I had a couch out there, right? Well, they tore apart the couch. I haven't been able to clean it up yet. And they fucking come back, right? And they, you know, there was a family of them. But now there's like a couple of them that come back. And like, so like last night, for instance, I go out. And like, I, I got no shirt. Because it's hot as balls. I don't wear socks. It's a life choice. <laughs> and fucking I go out. And like I got, I grab my bastard sword. You know, which is like a fucking giant fucking sword. It's a legit bastard sword. It's, it's a bastard sword, you know. And I go out and I start chasing this fucking raccoon down and off my porch, man. And it's like, he fucking runs up the roof and I go after him. The, uh, he came back two or three times, man. I had to fucking chase him all the way down the other fucking fire escape on the other side of the building. That's how they get up there. Yeah, and it's like you gotta clean up the shit out there so yes, they won't come but, back. Yes, but how? Well, describe what you look like in your fighting gear. So why Captain Asshole thinks it's funny is the same reason because Larry thinks it's funny. Because Larry's always there watching. 
and fucking. I still want to get video of this one day and so just black out your face I've and got, put this on fucking you YouTube. Know, I'm an average height. I got long brown hair draped over my face, down fucking my back, a long beard, like not Gandalf long, but like still long enough to fucking stroke probably about half the length of Gandalf's. I, like I said, I'm not wearing a shirt. I'm not wearing any footwear, you know, and I got this bastard sword in one hand, fucking outside, poking through this couch at the raccoon. Flipped over the couch, chased the raccoon up, and like, I live in the middle of downtown, so like, if anybody looks at my roof while I'm out there and wondering what I'm doing, yes, they're gonna see me, half naked with a bastard sword, waving it around at a fucking bunch of raccoons, and uh, yeah, that's why people think it's funny. I'm just trying to get rid of raccoons, so, honestly. That pissed me off. What are your thoughts? Thank God we can bleep her name. Dog, what are your thoughts? Boo dog. Dash hound. You want to say hi? No, she's just sniffing the microphone. Yeah, we're outside, so... Those have been the thoughts from Boo hound. So, she's she's out here. She's a little shit. She's such a little fucking asshole. Such a little shit. It is. It's a lot quieter here. You know? It's good. Oh, Good now she's gone over to say hello to Budman. She's harassing me now. She's a wiener dog. Legit. It's all white. Well, mostly white. Mainly white. Eating. Are we done with round bullshit? I think so. Yeah, let's do fight talk. Fight talk! But you're gonna skip them. Fight talk! Today on fight talk, I got a few things I want to uh, talk about. And I will eventually get to... The dangers of marijuana and what can happen when you go down that spiraling, dirty, nasty world of marijuana. But we'll get to that in a couple minutes. But first, The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, has bought from Vince McMahon the XFL. So, him and some investors report say it was his wife's idea to begin with. So what they did was they bought the XFL. And now The Rock is going to have his own football league. And I think that is, in my opinion, fantastic. And I'll tell you why. Two reasons. One, if you notice everything The Rock does, he pretty much, it turns out gold for him one way or another. Like he always ends up in the winning circle. You know what I mean? Like he's just one of those fucking guys, you know? And two... He was an actual fucking football player. Holy shit. What do you know? A football player to run a football league. Damn. Who fucking knew? So, it'll be interesting to see in the next year how uh, this uh, all goes. But word is that it was actually, it was his wife that first said to him, Hey, you know what? We should buy that fucking football league off of Vince. And you know what? We'll do fucking right. Well, actually make a competitive alternative football league. So I think that's fucking bought amazing. bought it off Vince McMahon. Yeah, for $15 million. It's pretty cheap for a football league. Yeah. And that co- that includes all the rights, the logos, everything. It, now The Rock is owner of the XFL. So I thought that was pretty cool. Another thing I thought, my God, was pretty cool. And finally, it was said, and I couldn't have... Did it, said it better myself. Obviously, he said it better than I could have said it. But the point is, last week, AEW, Wednesday night, their stupid shitty program, MJF came out 
and did a state of wrestling address. This guy, I love this guy because he's a true heel. This guy wants heat on him, legitimate heat. He wants to be fucking hated. And I think that's fucking fantastic. You need to look up on YouTube the state of his address. But the point was, of the whole thing, was him calling out John Moxley, their champion. But here's the thing. Before he even did all of that, he came out and said what I've been saying and lots of other fucking people have been saying for a long time. It's a joke. It's a bunch of gymnasts that come out, do a bunch of stupid fucking moves, put themselves in danger for a bunch of fucking morons that don't understand what the fuck they're looking at in the first place. It was fantastic. You absolutely need to look this up. My God, what a classic heel promo. This guy, MJF, is a genius. This guy seriously wants you to hate his fucking guts. And I love it. I think it's fucking fantastic. He literally went out and called out basically the whole roster and said they're all a bunch of cosplay pussies. And that, you know, he needs to be champion basically so he can put wrestling back in fucking wrestling. And, you know, we've had enough of the fucking jokesters like your buddy Marco Cunt and fucking good old pockets. It's amazing. You you need to check it out. It is absolutely fantastic. Did you see Marco's last match? God, no. You don't need to. You just know that he got thrown across that fucking... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> for sure. For sure. And it's, speaking of pockets, I don't know how fucked up AEW is in their booking, man, when they're doing a program with probably their, their one bonafide fucking star... Chris Jericho in a fucking feud with Pockets. What? What in the hell? How low do you have to go, Chris Jericho? I don't... That, I don't even want to talk about it. It just boggles my mind. Anyways, let's get to the dangers of marijuana and what can lead you down a path of destruction. So, night, picture this. 1973. If you know wrestling in the 80s at all, Shawn Michaels' partner in the Rockers, Marty Jannetty, they were fucking a thing in the 80s and early 90s, whatever. In 1973, Marty Jannetty was 13 years old, apparently. He went to a local bowling alley to buy some weed. That's right, here comes the evil weed. From somebody apparently that worked at this library, or at this fucking bowling alley. You following me so far? Apparently now, according to him, since it's come out, that apparently he was taken to the back of the building, and that dirty, rotten weed dealer tried to rip his pants down and rape him, apparently. This is the story. Now, Marty Jannetty claims that he grabbed a brick, hit this guy over the head, killed him accidentally. Then what'd he do? You think if that really happened, right? You called the cops or something? No. Grabbed his weed and left. Apparently, I'm assuming he took the dude's weed, took the body, threw it in the local river, and that's it. That's his story. So, no, here, here, here's where it gets stupid, though. So, apparently... He got in an argument with his girlfriend, and how this all started was Marty Jannetty tweeted her and basically gave her the threat, you know, you're not the first person that I may go missing. So 
So, of course, right, she put that all over the interweb. So people were like, what the fuck is this? Right, so finally, Marty Janetti, he fucking came clean, apparently, and said, yeah, this happened, this is how it went down. But then he says after, here's where it gets funny, damn that weed. Here's where it gets funny. But then he says after, I went home, I never said nothing to my brother, because I know if I did, my brother would have went down there and did something about it. What's he gonna do? Drag the body out of the river and, like, stab it a bunch more times and throw it back in? I don't understand, (laughs) like, dude, there's a contradiction right there. But I guess the local authorities are going to look into his fucking cracked out fucking story because I think he moved from weed to crack. But they're going to check out his ludicrous story. But the point of all this, that's the evils of marijuana. It can lead to murder. Murder. Red rum, motherfuckers. Red rum. According to Marty Jannetty. Come on, that's not funny. The stoner and you didn't find that story funny. Come on, it's fucking ridiculous. Think about it. And then here's the thing, too, and I'm listening to it. Okay, well then, was this guy a bum? Did he have no family? Did he just one day not come home from work and everybody was like, oh, whatever. You know, <laughs> that that's 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 Wilbur or whatever. Oh, yeah, well, we all knew he was into drugs. Probably disappeared. <laughs> what? That guy's fucked that up. That dastardly weed. So I thought that was funny. I just wanted to get that story, and I thought maybe, you know, some of the listeners would find that pretty pretty funny as you're loading your bowl right now and smoking another fucking bong and laughing, going, that's one funny motherfucker. <laughs> wow, that's quite the story. Let's smoke another bong, boys. Yeah, one of those. So, uh, I happen to just be scrolling through some Facebook here. Oh, God. So, uh, By the way, all three of us, Facebook. All three of us have tattoos, right? Yes. Yeah. How much did that fucking hurt afterwards? Not that much, really. Not really. Why? Okay, well, I'm just saying, like, the itch and bullshit afterwards. A little bit, but nothing. I'm just showing them now a picture of a tattooed dog. What? People do this to their animals. What? Let me see this bullshit. What in the fuck? What the fuck is this? It looks like someone's like a dude. Describe sleeve. it. Describe it, Pete Jones. It l- okay. So they took this dog and they basically did a big old tattoo mural of. It. He's got like a giant koi fish on his I've chest. You know, he's got some like on his front legs, his upper shoulders, and the top of his neck. He's got like what looks to be like underwater flowers and bits of seaweed and shit. And then it goes into his back. Which is just a big blob of pink. I can't really tell what it is, but I think it's more flowers and shit. And it just goes through flowers just before his back leg. It looks like he's he's got some screaming demonic vampire fucking face. Like, it's just, just bizarre. I don't know why anybody would do this to a fucking dog. Like, are you kidding me? Look at the picture of it being knocked out. Oh, there's, a, there's another one here. Yeah, pictures like dogs pass the fuck out. And he's got like tattooed a big black fucking side on him with like swirls and shit and a big flower on it just fucking bizarre like see it looks shit. cool sure but you can't tattoo a fucking dog Look. how hard was it what how in hard? the whole think how hard it was to not get that dog to scratch that scratching nutsack yeah. am i looking at who in the fuck in their right mind i do that to their dog i was scrolling and i was like what in the fuck is this like, and it's like, what do you guys think of t- 
tattooing dogs. Oh, eh? I like the dog looks real fucking impressed in the pictures. Eh? Like, and it's like, like what what are you gonna do when the dog's hair grows back? Eh, it's fur and then covers the tattoo anyways. So you're gonna shave the fucking dog. Yeah, you're dog just gonna constantly, constantly like, shave this fucking dog. I'm sorry if I paid that much. Yeah, you're fucking right. I would. Yeah, the fake man, they're paying to knock out that dog as well. So. Yeah. Why? That's what I wanted. Why in the fuck? Like, think about it. Who's the fucking moron one day that woke up, looked at their, I don't know, their fucking bulldog and went, like a chihuahua. You know what? Hank, today, motherfucker, we're gonna have a tattoo day. We're gonna go get matching tattoos. <laughs> what? In the holy fucking they both get mom chicken tattoos. fried shit is that? That is. Oh my god, that is sad. That's just fucking sad. Sad. I don't even know what else to say to that. That's fucking so, sad. So, yeah. And, like, none of the dogs in those pictures look impressed at all, right? Like, they all look like, oh, please, just kill me. One's got, like, a fish coming up. It's out messed. Of the water. Thing's dope. It's messed, man. The shit people do now. Do-do-do-do, it's Corona time. What do we all got to do? Nothing but play video games, so let's talk about video games. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. So what have you been rocking, Pete Jones? I need to get dividers. You're right. Sorry. So what video games have you been rocking, Pete Jones? <clears throat> Pete Jones here. Uh, you I've just been... said that, man. <laughs> Fine. You just said your name. Why? Well, I don't know. What the fuck? I don't know. What's wrong you know with what? you? Anyways, I digress. Jesus Christ. <laughs> A little... No, no, no. A little professionalism. Anyways, let's go. So... Fine. What have you been playing now that Captain Asshole is done, done interrupting yeah, us? Done Pete fucking, Jones. Yeah. He's still hybriding. Hybriding. Just do your shit. <laughs> anyway. You like that beeping in the background? I love this being outdoors. We should do this shit more often. It's raw. It's hard. I can't I like even it. trim it out because it's not silent, so. No, well, we should just fucking. At my place, we'll just sit in the backyard or in the front porch. Fuck it. You got an air conditioning unit in your backyard that sounds like a fucking nuke. You know what? We could do it in the front. Fuck it. Why not? The neighbors know I'm fucking crazy. It doesn't matter. You know, I just, all I'm saying, personally, is I think if we're going to start it outside, we just do the whole damn thing outside. Well, it's, well, I guess why not? Why not? Yeah, fuck it. Weather's supposed to be nice again. Well, even if it's not. Anyways, I digress. Fucking go. So, you want to know what I've been playing, Pete Jones? What have you been playing? Man. I have been uh, playing Star Wars Battlefront 2 again. Oh, yeah? But uh, with no internet. Oh, shit. Arcade so I've just been nice. fighting AI units. You ever turn it uh, to, like, the very hard difficulty, go in with, like, your team against another team, right? And then just watch the bots take each other out? No. No? I've done that. They literally, because it, it makes your team, like, super fucking hard. Makes the other team super fucking hard. And they literally just take each other out. It's kind of funny. But uh, other than that, I've been rocking, uh, before I moved, I was rocking World of Tanks quite a bit. Yep. And uh, I gotta say, I got right back into that game as soon as I downloaded it. Mm. And I was one of the players that was playing it pretty much from cell phone. Yeah, yeah like so. you, you rocked that shit a long time ago. Actually, that George and the Dolphin have been playing a lot of fucking oh, yeah. lately, eh? I play that every day with them. Anyway. Oh, one more thing. <laughs> It's video game related. Okay. Black Manta level 30. We rocked that oh, yeah. shit last night. Pete Jones. Booyah. Yeah, we finally got 
got a nice. Captain Asshole's fucking Black Manta in Injustice 2 to level 30. I am now oh, a master with that character as well. Man. I've nice. mastered it. Yep. Yeah, man. He's a bitch of a comboer. But, uh, away. yeah, man. It's good. It's good. Yeah, no, and then other than that, I've just been, uh, waiting for my internet so I can play No Man's Sky and World of Tanks. What are you Tanks. leaving at me for? You keep wanting to talk. No, I don't now. I'm done. Because, <laughs> no. uh, I've been trying to get a fucking tier 5 tank yeah. for Actually, like no, a week, no. and then I lost internet, and then I'll, it just went to shit. I was like, fuck. Yeah. I actually just got my first tier 5 tank, like legit. I had a premium one, you know, and I have a tier 7 that was gifted to me from uh Have you ever bought George, tanks? But no, no. I've never when actually I was, When I first started, I bought uh, two tanks, and yeah. they were tier 10. They were like fucking. They were on sale. It was seven bucks for two. Yeah, I was so rocking. I fucking. I bought. What? We're raw. We're raw. It doesn't matter. What's up? What do you, what do you need? Look That's for my wife. <laughs> Needs a pack of smokes for me. But it's I weird. Don't know. Not being in the studio. I'm not gonna lie. But yeah. I like it. We're in the great outdoors. Do you want to get by me? Sort of. Raw. In the middle of the hammer. Probably but yeah, we're right by the door. You know, we're doing it. We're keeping it real this week, I guess. Do it outside. We're recording, Jesus. Turn that shit down. Yeah, we're recording. So, uh, yeah. What have you been playing, Pete Jones? Uh, recently, Grounded came out. You know, it's like a survival game where you're like, Honey, I shrunk the kids, basically. You know, like, legit. You're a tiny dude in a backyard of Weird. some house. You know? Weird. And, like, it's basically, it's it's like you're in a forest constantly, right? Except the forest is long blades of grass and shit. It's like a bad trip on LSD. <laughs> but, like, there's ants and shit. There's warrior ants you battle. They're putting bees in shortly here. There's fucking spiders. They're scary as fuck. There's actually an arachnophobia setting to take them out. And, like, it goes from, like, one to six. And depending on how how it goes, it, like, takes off the legs, you know. And then it takes the spots off the spider. takes off the eyes. And then at the very end, if you, like, just don't want them in there at all, they just become, like, this glowing orb. It's kind of fucked. But, uh, yeah, it's a bunch of hilarious. ladybugs and, like, there's a bunch of different armor. <laughs> right now, it's pretty primitive. It's uh, in pre-release, but it's a really good game if you're into, like, survival games like Ark or Conan or uh, anything like that. Nothing will beat Ark. You know? Well, Ark's one of a kind. I'm sorry. I've system. never spent that much time on one video game in my life. Well, that's it. Ark isn't a game. It's a hobby or a I job. I can't. That's yeah, it. that's what I mean. I can't get back into it. Nope. If I do, I, I don't know if like, I'll submerge I, I again. Events. I play it on events, that's about it. Like, I do my maintenance on my dinos and shit nowadays. You know, I sell some shit here and there, but, like, for the most part, I just, I play it on the events. Well, one more video game note, by the way. I was cruising on Game Pass a couple of days ago. Pretty good deal right now on NHL uh, 2020. You should go on Game Pass if you get the Xbox. I'm yeah. thinking of picking it up, man. Do you know if <coughs> PS2 games work for a PS4? Uh, they have some remastered games on there. No, no, no. Like, I have a PS2 disc. I have no idea if it'll work for PS4. I know it should work for PS2. I mean, PS3. Yeah. It could be. But I have no idea. Because I got two But not not all PS3s are backwards compatible like that, though. You know? So, Budman. Have you ever played the game Wastelands? Wastelands? Yeah, I've never played it either. I haven't either. Well, I'm gonna play it, and I guess next week we'll talk about it because I'm gonna try it out. What, I'm just what's it? If you played it, what's it about? Have you looked at the trailer or anything? Yeah, it's like a you know an apocalyptic type thing, kind of like Fallout, sorta, but not really. 
kind of hard to explain, man. You just check that trailer. Yeah. Maybe I will. I don't know. I'm thinking about checking it out. I know, man. I'll discuss it. So you know, yeah. fuck it. Yeah, I'm yeah. been playing a lot of that. And then, like, Super Hot Mind Control Delete came out. It's the second Super Hot. I'm, uh, Which blew your mind, Pete Jones, because you had no yeah. idea. Yeah, so, like... I remember so, like, when he called me and told me. It was like, oh, my God, yeah. it was like Christmas. So, like, fucking, I bought, right? Like, I first played Super Hot, the first one. It was on Game Pass, you know, and then, like... I got rid of it, and it left Game Pass, so, yeah, it left Game Pass, and then fucking, so I ended up having to actually buy it in order to get it back, and because I actually paid for the game, they gave me the second, like, the, uh, the second one they made there, the new one, they gave it to me for free, and, like, I didn't even notice, because it's, like, message from, from Game Pass, but, like, those things pop up once, if you don't see them, you gotta go into, like, this little folder or whatever and actually check them, right, and, uh, my Xbox turns itself on to do updates and shit. So it sent the thing. I never seen it. And then a month later, I was checking that shit, and it's like, oh my god, what the fuck is this? You know? At first, I thought it was some advertisement, you know, for Super Hot, but then I realized it was a game, and I was like, oh my god. But the second one's so much better than the first. That was one like there. when I found uh, Dishonored: Killing the Outsider. Yeah. I didn't even. I thought it was like a DLC. Nope, complete other game. Yeah, man. Yeah. But like. Yeah, exactly. Super hot too. It's fantastic. They upgraded the whole system. You know, fucking. There's like 32 different maps. You wouldn't even know about shit now. George and that said something to you. Well, yeah. Well, that's because he was like, "Hey, man, take this seven, tier seven tank so you can play with us." And I went in there and I was like, "Oh shit! Look at all these messages I have never looked at." <laughs> nice. Yeah. So we're we gonna play some World of Tanks tonight or what? Probably. Probably. Right. Well. Know. That's all I got for video game talk. Yeah. And that's some video game talk. Video games! Don't bang on your neighbor's door. Tell them. Go walk down the street and tell the kid riding his bike. Go to the Tim Hortons. Tell them. <laughs> go to the stadium. Yell at the crowd and tell them. It's a comic. Look. Fight Club! <laughs> Welcome to another edition. Of comic book Fight Club Championship Round this week We have Deathstroke Versus Thanos Fight So here we are We're with Pete Jones So this is round two boys Let's roll some uh, Electronical random dice here Because we are on my balcony And I do not have dice and I just moved. Five. In the countryside. Ooh. Gets a hillbilly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So who's going to be the first one to throw the hillbilly around? Oh, I'm pretty sure when either one of them wouldn't take very long. They're both assholes. You know what I mean? <laughs> so we got a large hillbilly, a large cow, a large tractor, and a giant bale of hay. Giant. That kind of goes in a Thanos' giant. favor. Does really go in Thanos' favor. So, boys, what's the deal here? I know where I'm going with this, but let the debate begin. Remember, this is this is for high stakes. This this is for a spot in the final. P. Jones here. So this seems Jones like here. a very Talking cut and dry fight. Now. You know, you think you would think Thanos walks you in, would, but squishes him, right? One of the most strongest beings in the universe, but. This is also Deathstroke. This guy has a god-killing sword. He was hired once to go and kill gods. Like, you know, he's, he's taken a crap. out the Justice League by himself. Yeah, he's taken out the X-Men Legit. by himself. 
You know, like this is yeah, a guy. Yeah, the X-Men Teen Titans crossover back yeah. in the day. Yeah, he basically took both teams to town. Yeah, exactly. So it's like it's not as cut and dry as most people would think. Thanos obviously doesn't have the gauntlet. You know, just like last, well, yeah, just just can't. like last time, you can't do that, right? So like, I, I'm I don't know. What what do you think, Budman? This one is really hard for me because I'm a huge Deathstroke fan. It is hard, but, but I have an explanation. With all with all like shit put aside. Just some of the target items, I know for a fact Deathstroke can't lift them. No. no for Deathstroke, one. No. For two. I know Deathstroke's got, like, the advanced reflexes, shit like that. He's got healing, right? But, uh, Which is Thanos like... is pretty deadly. Yeah. Yeah, I get you. He is deadly, but here's where I think basically it comes down to this. Again, comes down to Slade's hindsight and his power that he can see and think. Four or five moves ahead. And Thanos, let's be honest. He's pretty impressive, but he's also pretty straightforward. Smashy, smashy. You know, that's kind of what he does. I don't, I don't know, man. He is pretty pretty well-versed with hand-to-hand combat. Like, yes, he's the guy that leads the armies saying. in the world, you know? like. I know, so for like, me, man, that's just the edge. For me, that's totally the edge in my mind. I don't know. I'm, I'm going to give this one. But, I mean, hey. Again, it is a difficult decision, don't get me wrong, man. Like, uh, you know, it probably wouldn't take Thanos very much to take out Deathstroke once he got his hands on him. Yeah, well, that's the thing, right? But could he get his hands on him? Deathstroke's well-versed with a sword, well-versed with guns, and the guns aren't going to do much to Deathstroke. No, but he also has enhanced reflexes. And, again, he's, he's very strategic, right? Like, he can think. Those fucking moves ahead, man, before you even realize you're going to do it. Yeah, well, that's How do you it. think the guy keeps up with people like fucking Batman in that universe? Hand-to-hand, Deathstroke's good, but let's be honest. You know what I mean? That power certainly fucking gives him a huge advantage. Even against Nightwing, and Nightwing is one of the few people that has legitimately taken Slade down one, two, three. For the pin, if you will. Yeah, but I don't believe Nightwing can take out Thanos if... No, so. but I'm just saying, if you just want to talk about fighting yeah. skills, right? I don't know, man. I don't know. It is. It's, it's, see, it's, it would have been a more clear-cut decision, too, I think, if the destination wasn't where it was. That's true. Like, I, I firmly believe Deathstroke would have this if they weren't in the countryside. Because Thanos is Thanos. He's a lot bigger, and he's also a lot fucking stronger, so he more target items. And then oh, on top of that, oh, man. Like, I'm giving this to Thanos. Okay. Well. Oh, my, am I the tiebreaker? No, not necessarily, but... Well, you're voting Deathstroke, you aren't I you? I have to come to deci- Well, I am just based on the... Pre- yeah, I guess so, Pete Jones, because you are the deciding factor. This- oh, you Jesus. wanted to participate. Congratulations. <laughs> now you're under pressure because this is a ticket to the yep. final four. Like Whoever so, wins the next two rounds honestly, gets into I the have last to give match. It. I have to give it to Thanos just out of sheer fucking power. Okay, like, fair enough. Like, Deathstroke might have the reflexes, the speed, and everything, but at the end of the day, I feel it's like Thanos sure. is just going to overpower yeah. him, you know? like. So Thanos will take on the winner of Hulk versus Superman when that fight is done. See the size of that fucking squirrel? No. Sorry, a little off topic Are they here. ninja squirrels? They are like ninja squirrels. They Some run off the roof man. and Some jump onto the jump fucking... Like I'm like on the we're on the third floor right now, by the way, listeners. Yeah. But, uh, Some squirrels jump from like one building to another, man. It's fucking nuts. You want to explain that? What? There's a bee in 
Oh, well, now that... Not anymore, apparently. I don't think there is. Not by it? the sounds of it. This is about as raw as it gets, people. Well, I think she got it. But, uh, yeah, we're we're just at my apartment. We just moved in, so it's... Yeah. By the way, is why we didn't do a podcast last week. But I'll probably mention that in the intro, but anyways. Yeah. Let's not even get started with that. Anyhow. Fight on! Fight on! What's next week's real quick? Oh, shit. Okay, let me know when to go. Go! Oh, <laughs> next week's matchup, Batman versus Dr. Fate. Fight on! <laughs> So, Victor Hedman is out, Steven Stamkos is out, the Tampa Bay Lightning are still a threat, but they're not number one in the East, can tell you that, we'll get to that shortly, it's been an interesting week of hockey. It's been a busy week of hockey. I think it's pretty awesome when you can have six games in one day. For a hockey fanatic like me, that is, you don't get much better than that. But now we're almost through the formalities. As of this recording, there's only one series left to go. The one series that went to five. Toronto, Columbus, and the shit show that that series is. Who knows how the hell that's going to go. Either way, they will play... The winner of today's game between Tampa and Boston. Montreal upset the Pittsburgh Penguins. Although the Penguins, you could tell their time has come and it's going pretty quickly. They're not what they used to be, for sure. But we will see what changes they make down the road. Arizona's in, Vancouver's in, Winnipeg's out going to be interesting the number one seeded philadelphia flyers have a date with the montreal canadians i'm not going to predict anything here other than the fact that i'm calling the flyers in five or six and the torch will be passed from Carey price to carter hart as it should be the flyers look fantastic and could very well be the team to beat at this point and as a flyer fan makes me very happy but we will see how it goes. It's still early. I think the biggest disappointment for me so far has been Boston. They look pretty flat. We'll see what happens when the playoffs start this week. But uh, they look pretty flat to me. I don't know what's going on there. But uh, they better get their shit together. You want to know what's fucked? We're, we're talking about hockey and I'm, I'm sweating right now. Know what's crazy? Sidney Crosby the other day celebrated his 33rd birthday. And it is the first time that he has ever, ever played a hockey game on his birthday. Can you imagine? And what a shitty birthday present because they were eliminated. Oh, that's so <laughs> shitty. Happy birthday! Uh, yeah, tonight, as of this recording, is the last night uh, of hockey. And then we get to the serious stuff where, uh, you know, it's for the cup. The actual tournament. Right now, Washington... In the third period, five minutes in, are now up 2 nothing on Boston. So I mean about Boston, uh, what's going on there? Uh, Dallas plays St. Louis today at 3, and then tonight at 8 o'clock. I'm personally going to watch it just because God knows what the hell kind of fucking craziness you're going to see. 
and that is Columbus and Toronto at eight o'clock tonight. I could go either way. Oh, I, I, I'm guaranteeing pretty much, if nothing else, it's sure going to be entertaining. That's for sure. That is just a bizarre series. So strange, man. Each team gets a shutout on each other, and each team makes a comeback down three nothing to win a game in overtime. It, I, I don't know where the hell this series is going, but we're going to find out tonight. And then Tuesday, the real tournament begins. So we will talk about that for sure next week on Hockey Talk. Update. Uh, as I'm recording this, Victor Hedman is returning to the lineup for the Tampa Bay Lightning and Toronto lost. We'll get more into that next week. I just wanted to give you my quick picks for round one. In the East, I don't think it's going to be any surprises. I'm saying the Bruins will get it together, take out the Canes in seven. Tampa will take out the Blue Jackets in six. I think the Caps will probably have to go the limit with the Islanders, and that'll go seven. And Philly will defeat Montreal in six. I'll give Montreal two games. Oh, wait, sorry. I'll give Carey Price two games. In the West, I think the Flames are going to take out the Stars in five. I think the Flames are way better than the Stars. Uh, I'm going to go with an upset here. I think Chicago's going to take out Vegas in seven. Also, if there's going to be another upset, I think I'm calling it right now in the first round, Arizona will take out Colorado in seven. I think it's pretty safe to say the Blues will take out the Canucks in six. Front page documentaries. Real documentaries on front page. Yeah. Wilbur Honeysuckle here with another true story about the atomic veterans. In the United States from 1946 to 1962, the United States conducted 200 atmospheric tests. Approximately 400,000 servicemen of the United States Navy and the United States Marines were present for these tests. They all suffered severe, severe mutations. In 1970s and 1980s, the atomic veterans, as they were, began speaking out. Now, these stories, we learned that they were mutated beyond belief. Strange powers started, started abrupting from these atomic veterans. Next thing you know, they were shooting lasers from their eyes. Some were mutating with blue fur. In 1988, Congress passed a bill to make these atomic veterans now known as mutants. They're savages, crazy powers that could change the world. It wasn't until one bald man named Charles Xavier came down in his jet, banded these mutants together. They were known as the X-Men. They trained, they trained hard. One was named Beast, the other Cyclops, Iceman, Angel. And they banded together, they fought evil to change the world, to change the view of these mutants, but the world didn't agree. Congress developed these sentinel beasts to come down and rain hell upon the mutants. But the mutants destroyed them, they fought back, and they changed the minds of the government for a short while. And then, and then the mutants rose up! Magneto came with a band of asshole mutants with their world-changing powers, and the X-Men had to stop them in their track! They imprisoned Magneto in the bottom of the hellish hole in the Pentagon! No metal was in sight, so he was trapped! Trapped forever! Magneto was done for, and the mutants were safe again for now. And then they were finally accepted into modern day society. Nowadays, they live among us, person beside you, 
could be a mutant. Every cop works with a mutant partner. They have mutant powers, and that's how it is. So thanks to these nuclear testings, and uh, that's a story about the atomic battle. Have you ever asked yourself, what is the answer? So, what is the answer? We're doing this in reverse this week. Yes, we are. Intrigued. So, when you get out of the shower, are you courteous and put the little shower thing down? You know, the thing that switches it from bathtub to shower? On purpose? Yeah. Do you put it down so it, when the next guy comes in, put on the shower, don't fucking soak them? Usually, as a courtesy, most of the time, I'm sure once in a while, you know, things go sideways and, uh, I might forget here and there, but I'm usually pretty good with that kind of shit and turning off lights and shit like that, yeah. I like to think most of the time I'd be the courteous guy and, you know... People that, you know... Make sure the guy's not fucked up. Or like the spores of hell. (laughs) Okay, you're going somewhere with this. I'm being... This is... I'm not joking. Like, okay, what made you come to this My brothers conclusion? did this shit to me all the time when we were growing up. They fucking did this shit to me all the time when I was growing up. I go in to fucking take a bath or something, run the water, and all suddenly I'm getting soaked. Yeah. No, man, I fucking hate that shit. I was just was thinking about that Was there a recent event that brought this up, or this just random thought? Well, my shower automatically does it because it's fucked. So you turn on the fucking bath water, and it's still going to fucking shower a little bit. Right. But uh, at the same time, I was just thinking at work because I was literally standing in a lake doing my job. And I was like, you know what? I wonder if everybody does that or if it's just me. It's probably not just you. I would find that hard to believe. But uh, on bathroom talk real quick, since we're Bathroom talk? So in my new apartment, in my new apartment, my bathroom is very small. So like... I don't know about normal people, but when I get up, I like... So, uh, I don't know about normal people, but when you get out of a chair, don't you, like, lean forwards and then get up? Like a rhinoceros kind of shit? Yeah, kinda, So, I do the same thing when I get off the shitter. Alright. Every fucking time I've ever used my goddamn toilet in this apartment, I've bashed my head off my sink. Jesus. I'm thinking about putting bumper pads, I'm not even joking. Is that the two marks you have on your forehead? No, no, I lost a fight to a socket at work. Oh. Beating it on the ground with a three-pound sludge and it bounced back up Jesus. out of my face. But I'm getting new work glasses for that. So nice. That'll Anyhow, wake you up. Moving the fuck I'm on. Sure, or knock you out, one or the other. So, if this happened, I was thinking about this the other day. What if, hypothetically, of course, what if you died and the big joke was not that there wasn't anything, just the contrary. You'd still be here, but now you'd be invisible. You couldn't talk to anybody, and it would be like, I don't know, living in a weird world like you're watching TV, but it's all around you, but you can't participate anymore. Would that be like torture or what? Or, or I say, (laughs) would it be like Beetlejuice, and one day you just wake up after you're dead, you just, all of a sudden, this handbook for the recently deceased appears. What if it was like that and you had to go through channels to go to an office? I'd be fucked up. And everything just like Beetlejuice, that'd be fucked up. You never know. So, so, that is the the question, I guess. Honestly, would you have to eat in that kind of situation where you're like, everything's like a TV? Like, because all I'm imagining is you die and go to this ghostly plane where it's pretty much the exact same shit. You still gotta go to work, but you're just a fucking ghost. Oh, I never even (laughs) And then you gotta go to the fucking grocery store. Get some fucking ghostly oh, food. Oh, I never even thought of that. 
Damn, you just blew my mind. Like, you ever you ever watch that show? Yeah, there's life after death, motherfucker. Yeah, you ever you watch that fucking, yeah. That only you're dead. You ever watch that show where uh, they show you, like, blew fucking people shooting paranormal shit? Forget what it's called. Paranormal oh, caught one? on camera or whatever? Yeah. Well, I watched one episode That's where there was, like, a, a kid ran out of a store and just quit that night. So when the owner looked over the footage, there was bags of chips being thrown off the shelf. Oh yeah, yeah. It was something like that. Maybe the maybe the ghost is just shopping in his plane and was just accidentally reached into our plane, started grabbing bags, and was like, "Oh shit, this ain't my ghostly McNuggets or whatever." You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but uh, the other one there, the oh, Beetlejuice shit. one. Oh my God! Be crazy, you imagine? wouldn't it? You, like, step through this door of chalk that you just made, and this flat guy comes flying by you on a hook or something. He's like, oh, hey, you just died. Congratulations. Congratulations. I guess you're haunting your house. Why else would you be here? You can go see your ancient now. What? My ancient? Yeah, your ancient. Yeah, and it's, like, the most terrible person when they were alive. Like a complete douchebag. That'd probably be who i get. Because karma's a bitch that way, right? This guy's got, like, a hanging jaw. He's like, yeah, someone snapped my neck. Yeah. I'm not happy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, one of those. I'm going to take it out on you. What would purgatory look like, then? Wow. You know what? Pete Jones, what would purgatory look like since you're sitting here just having this smoke and... Oh, by the way, because we're so magnificent that way, this segment was actually shot in two different locations. That boys is professional but anyways the first half was shot on bud man's uh deck it was new pad and well we're in my backyard right now doing this but pete jones the question is since you're sitting here looking all pretty yeah right, right. would purgatory be like a temp what would agency? purgatory look like would it be like a temp agency you're gonna go haunt here we'll pay you this you much ever, so you can go grocery shopping for your dead family you ever watch purgatory yeah, yeah, uh, Purgatoni is Purgatoni, fucking hilarious. That's what Purgatoni, that, that's what what Purgatoni that? is. And we're not getting like time. It's, it's, it's happiness and Purgatory, But it's, he works there. It's and a it's an office, office and they decide who goes to hell and who goes yep. to heaven. Yep. And With two keys on their keyboard. Yep. And this they one in, guy. They interviewed them like a job interview. Yeah. What did you do in life? You know, it's, it looks here like you did this. Oh, you, but you did this. You know, and they decide to. You know? This is a thing? Yeah. Yeah, look it up on YouTube. There's like, what, 10 episodes or something? Oh, no, there's more than that. Is that? I don't know. There's way more than that. that. But it, it's great. It's happiness it's and cyanide, dude. It's hilarious, it. yeah. They're fucking hilarious, That's too. That's what I feel like Purgatory would be like. I have to check this out. Yeah, it's fantastic. I really like, you're, you you remember the uh, one where it was like, you just ate poison. He looks at his kid on his birthday. He's like, you just ate poison. The cure is inside this horse. You have ten minutes and hands him a knife. Oh, yeah. yeah and then he, he, he kills the horse and he finds an right. Xbox. <laughs> that's right. That's right. I remember now. Yeah, you That's happiness fuck. and cyanide <laughs> humor. You sick fuck. I fucking I'll get him love to show that. It to you. It's pretty funny. <laughs> Done. And now it's time for In Conversation with the Tech Man Bud Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is in conversation with Bud Man. Sorry, I said it was going to be a long one. Anyways, so, uh... 
that's a dad joke for you right there. Speaking of a uh, dad joke. So, uh, everybody knows that I'm a new father, right? And I'm, like, definitely scared of hornets. So, what do you do when there's a hornet in the house and your child is in the same room and is just buzzing around? You just, like, and you're like, this hornet's gonna fuck me up. What do you do when it's looking at you like it's gonna fuck you up? Do you, do you gotta kill it, right? Gets your adrenaline running. So, like, this fucking huge black fucking hornet comes in. It must have been, like, at least a quarter of a foot long. Okay, at least a quarter. You know. Four inches long, something like that. Motherfucker, it's huge. I don't do measurements, okay? So, it's big enough you could see it stinger, okay? Let's put it that way. So, like, I'm shitting bricks and I grab this little child book, okay? What I didn't realize at the time was this child book had a little fluffy fucking part of it, okay? So I fucking smash this bee with this fluffy ass part of this book, okay? Oh, I hear squish, and I like slide it, because I'm like, this motherfucker ain't dead unless you roll it. I don't give a fuck, man. Unless you hear it's all of its bones crack. I don't care, it's not dead. So like, I kill the motherfucker, I look at the book, and it's just smeared throughout this fucking <laughs> soft shit, and I'm like, father of the year right here. Shit. <laughs> nice. So, uh, on the uh, other side, when we moved, I got to meet one of my neighbors. So, this guy, he looks like he is a retired crackhead. Retired. But still retired does crackhead it look like? all the time. So, not really, I don't know. Can't be retired if you're still doing it. He just looks time. like a more intelligent crackhead than the feral crackheads. Is that... Is that a better way to put it? I think you're going to give us a definition of feral so, and... the difference between a feral crackhead is they usually live on the street. They fucking, you know, they'll run through garbage and shit. To an intelligent crackhead that sells crack or, you know, at least has enough intelligence to pay his rent. You know what I mean? And be okay. civilized. Unless okay. they're in their apartment, I guess. Because at like 3 o'clock in the morning, you hear fucking some weird shit. Tell you that much. Like, take for instance, the other... I woke up at 4 o'clock in the morning to go to work, and all I hear is, You're a fucking piece of shit! A door opened in my hallway, someone go flying across, hit the fucking door across from that door, fly down the hallway, out the back door, and then I swear to God, they fell down my fucking back stairs. I what? swear to God, I heard this. It was that loud. I, like, must have fucking... Must, something must have gone, like, wrong. They fucking, like, bolted like a motherfucker, tripped on the stairs, and fell down. It sounded fucking hilarious, I'm not gonna lie. Like, I'm sitting there smoking a bong on ears. You fucking piece of shit! Or door opens, bang! Fucking back door opens, all ears. Fuck! And then they're running down the other sets of stairs. Nice. Yeah. Starting to get, like, a horn here from how many times I've hit my fucking head on my bathroom sink. It's a little lump. A horn. Yeah. I'm putting. I'm gonna put bumper pads on that bitch. I'm gonna take one of my kids' bumper pads. I'm gonna tie it around my sink. And then when people come in, they be like, "Oh, that's child safe. It ain't for him." It's a nice thought, though. What, Pete Jones? You ever rhinoceros a sink? No. When I say rhinoceros, you like when you get up out of a chair, you like kind of lean forwards and then get up. All I'm thinking. All I'm thinking is that next time I come over to your place, your sink in your bathroom is just gonna be fucking covered in bubble wrap. And just every little ledge that you've ever hit your head off of, 
It's just going to have bubble wrap taped to it and a little sign like on red tape that says, watch your head. No, no, that'll be when my kid gets old enough. I'll just start fucking bubble wrapping and shit like that. Keep this shit going, I'm doing surgery. Okay. So, uh, on top of that, the other day, I fucking, I'm going to work. This is actually the first day I was going to work after moving into this place. So I carry my bike all the way downstairs, and I'm biking. And I happen to bike past this group of crackheads that are biking down King. And I'm like, oh, how lovely. The scenery in the morning at 4 o'clock, fucking crackheads. I didn't say that, but that's what I was thinking. And uh, all I hear is, hey man, I lost my bike. One of them got out of the little fucking group of crackheads and followed me for about a block. And I was thinking was, buddy, if you try to take this bike, you best have a weapon. Because it's going to take a lot. But he ended up turning off. But in block, like a block away, I was like, I'm going to fucking, I'll kill that motherfucker. Hence why I don't lock up my bikes outside. Another scary thing about my neighborhood. The neighbor that I did meet, he uh, leaves his bikes out on the community porch. Unlocked. So that means almost every crackhead and homeless guy around knows that this guy and doesn't take his bikes. That's one way to look at it. Don't get me wrong, my neighbor's nice, he's polite, but I won't want to get to know him. Well, that's good in a way. It just means your building's not going to get fucked with. Just homeless people sleeping in the fucking doorway. Well, it's not fucking with your shit, is it? Not at all, if I wanted to go out the back door. Yeah, well. I'd have fucked him right up, well, especially because like my tire's like a thick tire bike. But like you said... You beat him with your bike. Oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, I'm so sorry, so sorry. Oh, oh, I don't know how that tire got in your face like that. Oh, no. I think I get a nice biking start. Like, I go to the end of the hallway and probably get on my bike. Oh, nice. And, just like and then just let it ghost ride, oh, you know what I mean? You know what? Because my bike, it goes from like 0 to 20 in about 5 seconds when you're going ham. You know what? The, the tires on your bike are big enough. They probably run right over the guy and fucking clear him. Probably. Yeah, no. But I'd make sure it hit his torso. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Try recovering when you're just waking up to being fucking run over by a... What are they? They're like 32-inch tires? I have no idea, but they're thick as fuck. Like, they look like something that I would take through a mud hole. Which, that... Speaking of... So, uh... I was taking a trail biking the other day. And I was just thinking to myself, like... I'm lo- I'm going past all these other people on bikes and they're struggling to fucking get over these little rocks and shit. And I'm just casually strolling by. And they're just looking at me like, what the fuck? Well, I got thick tires, motherfucker. And my fucking rocks are balancing off and my fucking tires at them. Yeah, That's fucking hilarious too when I run over rocks and they bounce off at people. <laughs> nice. Like, I didn't even mean to do that, but that's perfect. It's the same reason I have thicker wheels on my skateboard, though, dude. Gets over cracks and bumps easier. Fucking, you know, doesn't phase it. I don't skateboard for the reason, like, skateboards, they're almost like those fucking scissor jack things. What? You know, like the factory jack things? The pump jacks? Oh, the Where you, yeah. lift cart thing? Yeah, yeah. Pump carts? Yeah. yeah. They're almost like that. You know, lift fucking... You could take a 200-foot drop on one of those and survive, but you can't run over a zip-tie. True. You ever tried to actually skateboard on a push cart? It's fun as fuck. It is fun as fuck. We used yeah, to have races at a couple of places I worked. Oh, yeah, man. At a factory, which I will not name, me and a buddy of mine that I met there, right? Fucking the factory basically is like a big square, and the sh- our supplies are on the other side. Well, at night, 
right? The forklifts are gone, it's just so we had to use the pump car to pick up our own supplies. So what he'd do, right? He'd go one way around it, I'd go the other way, and we'd ride these pump carts to see who could get their supplies there and back first. It was fun as fuck. How many times you take a corner and half your shit fly off? Uh, actually only once. I was pretty professional, pretty professional at it. I had strap ties and everything. Nah, man, you just get on that bitch and slight turns with the thing. You don't want to crank it. And, uh, yeah, it is very dangerous, though, but it it's possible. You can do it. It's good. It's fun. I highly suggest trying it. Maybe not, though. Nice. With parent, parent supervision. So one, one last thing for, uh, in conversation, bud, man. Just think about this the other day, because I used to work at a plant, at a factory that cleaned, like, fucking fresh product bins. If you don't understand which factory that is by now, just go into a grocery store and look at a fresh product bin. But, uh... At the end of this line, there used to be a wrapping station where you put it on this platform, press a button, and it'll wrap it. And, like, fucking saran wrap. Yeah, well, I was once put there, and, like, the way they made it sound was, like, you were god of the factory if you made it to the station because it's, like, the fucking... It was the easiest station to possibly be at, but, like, the guys there would be like, oh, this fucking place is so slow, blah, blah, blah. Motherfucker. Why is, why is it like that? Why do people always get higher statuses for... Shittier and easier shit, you know what I mean? I Take for instance, I'm not saying like all supervisors do this, but a couple places I've worked, supervisors don't do shit. Don't do fuck all. Man, at the same factory we used to race pump carts at, we used to have magnet fights in the middle of the day. Because like, it was an auto, like, car bart factory, so you stuck a magnet on parts where you saw like, you know, shit in the paint and stuff, you know, like a little piece of dirt in the paint stick a red magnet on there well you we, we, i was in the part of the factory that fixed this shit so you'd have a big stack of these magnets by the end of the day eh? and it like you can throw them just like throwing cards he's smoking a so joint we used to sit there and fucking throw them back and forth at each other man sit there throw them and the, hit, get hit in the back randomly in the middle of the day by a fucking handful of magnets yeah where's super where are the supervisors oh in their office probably fucking wanking off or jerking whatever <laughs> Speaking of one last thing for in combo, sorry. I told you this would be logwood. So where I work, <coughs> apparently we had a security company. They used to sit at the end of the road and with a laptop and jerk off. And how did they find out? Because they walked up on the guy and found him jerking off. Could you imagine being that guy? You're sitting there fucking cranking one out. You look over and there's your supervisor or your boss. Do you finish? I was going to say, that's the real question. Do you finish, or do you panic? I would finish, personally. You know, I'd be like, I'm still on my break, and I would finish. Well, if you finish and he stands there and watches, then you're not the guy that finished. He's the weirdo that stand there and watched you finish. If, if he stood there and watched, I'd probably roll the window down and be like, yo, why are you watching? This isn't, a, this isn't like, a fucking show, man. At least turn around. Wink at him. Yeah, wink and smile. Keep going. I just, honestly, I just want to see the paperwork they give you when they fire you. You're high! Fired for masturbating. My dog is I high. I would frame it and put it on my wall. I just yeah. got my dog high, In the dude. the same factor, I used to have magnet fights, pump cart races. Are you high? There was a guy who did get caught for masturbating in the bathroom, and it was a five-page thing. And he was, like, out of a job yeah. for, you know, two months. What? Had to do a course, and then he came back. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> he had to write on a chalkboard for two months. I will not masturbate at work. I will not masturbate at work. 
Good. Well, the guy used to do long hours and shit, eh? So he used to sleep in the first aid room that was there. Because, again, nobody gave a fuck at this place. You know, oh, yeah, I'll unlock the door for you, man. Here, just go sleep in there, yeah. Well, this guy go in there and fucking spank his wank a couple of times. And then, uh, gonna pass go back to work. Over. Yeah, man. It's just, just bizarre. Damn. Yeah. The factory that is unnamed was a very interesting place to work. Very, very interesting. Seemed like it. Oh, yeah. All right, well, that's in conversation with Budman. Dog you hairy, three-toed, Irish gutter slut whore. You pick up sluts from the gutter. You're a dinkleberry. Yeah. You know what a dinkleberry is, right? Yeah, I know, but that was on uh, Diabolical Dave. Does yeah. count. Do you know what a dinkleberry is? Please enlighten me. That is a piece of shit that hangs off of your hair in between your taint when you wipe your ass. Nice. Or take a shit. Very nice. It's that lone survivor that, that won't let go. On if you anal bead liquor. Are the anal beads from a porn star? No, from some granny. They're gross. You long hanging titty fucker. What? Long hanging titty fucker. You fuck grandmothers. I fuck Betty White if I had the chance. Well, we've already been through that, yeah. Just saying. It's okay, but normal that. granny. Yeah. Like, tell me, no, nah, man, I'm sorry. Betty White's also. Betty's probably still getting fucked to the day. So, unlike most grannies, I don't know. No, that's that's wrong. Nothing wrong with a good old gammon. You toad stool licking douchebag. You baby shit sized. You smell Leprechaun like baby fucker. shit. Ooh. Ooh. You smell like baby formula. That shit's even worse. Is it? That shit, I don't even know how babies drink it, man. Why, did you try it? No, obviously not. It's not like my dog where I tried all his treats and shit. It's fucking formula. I'm not drinking that. He can. I've been told that it's uh, the best thing to feed him. Good enough for me. Father of the year. Do you hear that fucking bell? What is that? Must be somebody in a bicycle. Or a nice cream dude. You slug sucking hermaphrodite. You it toucher. That's not as good as mine. You dirty slug sucker. That one's uh, a little twisted. Three minutes. You fuck fish. You fuck fish guppies. Fucker. You know that green shit that babies have? Ooh. That's you. Ooh. Ooh. That's dirty. Babies are disgusting, eh? The stuff that comes out of their oh, ass. I don't know. How the fuck, like, how the fuck do we survive? You know what I mean? It's fucked, man. It's like, I swear to God, my grandchild the one day shit, and I swear to God, I heard the craziest scream coming out of his ass. <laughs> like, God, help me. Why? Why? It was just this terrible, lava-looking... Oh, it was bad. Bad, bad. Lava-like shit. Oh. That brings up something else, you know what? I was talking to, I think it was this motherfucker right here. Pete Jones, maybe. It was either him or Larry, one of them. Maybe it was you, I don't know. I'm fucking getting some timers. But anyways. Some timers, only some of the time. But I was talking to one of you motherfuckers about the different types of shit that one can take. I think we've all had this conversation. Have we? No. Well, recently, I think it was yeah, with no, Pete Jones. That was, that was me. Because I, I had that phantom shit the other day. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was yeah. telling you about it, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah this guy actually had a phantom you? shit. It did. Honestly, it kind of, it was mind-blowing. I'm not going to lie. I, like, I was in the bathroom, and I don't want to get too weird, but, like, I was in there, and I was, I was like, pushing, and I was like, ah, ah, it's good, good shit, you know? And I wipe, and it's like, there's nothing on the toilet paper. And I'm like, what the fuck? You know, and so, like, fold it up, my wipe again, and I'm like, what the hell? And, like, I get up, pull my pants up, and stuff, and look in the toilet paper, or I look in the toilet bowl there, and there's, like, there's nothing there. There's no shit. It's it's just a, just a piece of, you know, folded up toilet paper in the toilet bowl. Uh, it What's was your... a phantom shit. It was, it was the strangest thing ever. It was, like, a true phantom shit. Like, I was mind-blown. I went and went and hopped on the Xbox and had to tell someone, man. Had to, had to tell someone. I have two questions for everybody <laughs> here. Were you were you sweating? Like, were you screaming during the phantom? Oh, the, ah! the shit sweats are brutal. No, like, I hate having those. Those are when you wish you had, like, like those handicap bars in your bathroom oh. to hold on oh. to. Oh, yeah. No, man, it wasn't, like, painful shit. It was a pleasant shit. Like, I know I shit. I know I did. But there was just, there was nothing there. It was did you wipe? Was there any shit? No, there was when I wiped. There was no shit. Like it was just, it was a clean shit. It was just clean. No. So brings me to a question: What is your best shit and your worst shit? Oh fuck! Watermelon eating competition was my worst shit. You know, we're talking like 20 minutes of just straight Niagara Falls out the ass. The best shit is probably the Phantom shit. Honestly, like that's that's just that's just crazy in my mind. Worst shit I ever had was about five years ago. It was when I was traveling quite a bit on Go Transit. So I had like a sandwich out of one of those stores in one of the bus stops. Worst idea I ever had in my life. Halfway through the ride, I shat myself a little bit. And when I got to the location, I had to run to the bathroom, take the rest of this shit, okay? Which was like, I was in a handicap stall holding onto the holy shit bars, like, grunting and shit damn okay and it it was nothing like i've ever experienced before man i felt like i was having a small child and it just came out like a fucking rocket man like you heard like the splashes from fucking probably inside the lobby of this bus station Uh, me screaming "Ah!" like it was bad and then i had to throw away my underwear showed up at my wife's house without underwear did you tell her you were trying to be sexy? No, we just didn't talk about it. Oh, just don't, don't. It just didn't talk come up, it. thank God. I just took a shower, you know. It's your best shit. It was bad. My best shit is probably when I was camping. Okay, picture this: you're sitting on a tree, you got your bag underneath like one of those little foam things, so it's not touching the bark, and you're not touching the bark, and there's a lake right in front of you. Some fucking fireflies on the lake. You, you look, shit off the branch very into the water. So what and then you get at? up, swat the mosquitoes away from your asshole, wipe, cover up your shit, and go back to your magnificent campsite. That is the best shit I've ever had in my life. And yes, it was worth the five mosquito bites on my ass. Was it majestic? It was very majestic. I almost wish, like, I had my wife there to, you know, experience it with me, but... We were we didn't even met at the time. You and your wife go out on a date. You're camping. Oh, honey, we I wanted to do this with you for for you know three years now. 
You go over to this log, you whip your shit down, you start shitting. Join me. You're both shitting on this log. Ha, just having the most majestic shit. <laughs> Peaceful. You know, it's worth the five bites. It definitely it, it was. <laughs> yeah. What about you, Captain Asshole? You're going to say Taco Bell. <laughs> I don't like the Taco Bell shit, that's for sure. I think the most satisfying shit I ever had is probably out in the middle of the bush. One with nature, if you will. So, I think, yeah, that was probably the most gratitude. There's something about shitting out in the woods. Yeah, you can't just be like, I was out in the woods. I was hiking, man, in the woods. Okay. It turned out that, uh, you know, things happen, you have to take a shit. Now, uh, what was your worst shit? The worst shit I've ever had is, you know, those watery death shits. When you're like, like, is this going to stop? Yeah, and it just never you just seems feel to feel like you're slowly leaking out. Yeah, and then by the end you're so drained of energy because it took so much energy, and now you have no water in your system because you just shat it all out. It's terrible, man. Pissed it out your ass, Lamar. Yeah, what man, those are the worst, man. Fucking hate those. That's why I try not to drink fucking rum because it's not good, man. Those fiery shits are bad, too. The day after? Oh. You ever had, like, spicy sushi? Oh! And then the taking the shit, shit after like that? That's up. bad. That is bad. Yeah, that makes you just, like, feel like you're shitting out guacamole. Yeah, only it's burning your asshole. Yeah, alive. And then when you're finally done, you, you can't get, walk because yeah, you your a-hole properly fire. You're like, what happened? Yeah, man, that's nasty, too. I was not expecting this. I'm not fond of the creeper shit either. You know, the one where you're out, we get a little hint of it, and it's like, oh, I can make it home or whatever. And then it happens. And then ten minutes later, ah, oh, it's a little worse, but you're still okay. And then you're like five minutes from home, and all of a sudden it cripples you. You think you're going to just shit everywhere right there in the spot? Yeah. They're fucking bad, too. You can see yeah. your home. But you're practically crawling to get there, begging to God that you're not going to shit your pants in front of your neighbors. And you try to act casual, but they know. Because you're doing that nefarious shit walk that, you know, you're in trouble. Let's put it that way. The neighbor's in trouble. Is he going to make it? If not, he's cleaning up the neighborhood himself. I once knew a guy, man, who actually, like, shit, you know, I wouldn't have believed it if he didn't show me a picture. Because it was so unbelievable. He needed a picture. He took a shit that was so massive that it actually, like, draped up and over the bowl. Like, he filled the bowl, and he had to get up, right? Because the shit wasn't, like, dropping. What? Yeah, man, and he got up and, like, did one of these, and it broke off and, like, you know, drooped over the bowl. And he wiped and fucking... Yeah, man, and he took a picture of it. It was so unbelievable. That's and crazy. I, yeah, it was... It was absolutely crazy. What's wrong with that guy's insides? I have no idea. I, I like I back then I knew the full story, but we're talking like almost almost like fucking seven years ago now. It's an insane story. Yeah, man, legit though. Wouldn't have believed it if I if I hadn't seen the picture. And he had a witness to boot. So. What is the shit that you wanted like? I know. You want to aspire to when you go to the bathroom, you know? I used to know a couple. What's best case scenario for you? What, the the best case is, like, the fast, painless, I can, like, just sit there, look at a couple things on Facebook, and it's done. I think the perfect shit, it would come out looking like the Mona Lisa, you know? 
like I get up and it's like, hey, it's the Mona Lisa. Man, have you ever had what I call the sausage roll? Where literally a big turd that just, it's one giant piece and it literally oh, curls snake. around the bowl. Yeah, it's like the eel, snake, it's crazy. sausage. When you have those, you want to take a picture of them because they're like, that's insane. You ever it's posted insane. your shit online? No. I'm sure I have people ones. do. Post shit online? Yes. Your literal shit. Literal toilet and shit. Nice. Okay, what's the story you have to tell us now? Yeah. My shit was like green because I drank like a bunch of Gatorade. This was like way back when I first Gatorade. got Facebook. I honestly don't remember. I just remember I, I thought it was a Gatorade. It's not a vegetarian. But, uh, so I took this huge shit, and, like, half of it was green. So I took a picture of it and was like, what did you eat? Jesus Christ. It's my sense of humor back then. Okay, insult of the week went way too far. Hold on. That was shit talk! Did did anybody reply with pictures of their shit? I just got a lot of your, this is disgusting. If they did, if they did, send one back. I got a couple burrito and... Taco Bell, shit like that. <laughs> Quiet wiener schnitzel. I I just wanted to know. Okay, that got way out of hand. <laughs> that was shit talk. Probably. Now the show no. you are recording Actually, right now. Just record it because I started it. So yeah, just record the end of the show. The end of the show. Does it answer my question? The end of the show. The end of the show. I get it, asshole. What are you saying? We're going to figure out a skit later. I just don't know. Because it's the end of the show. It's the end of the fucking show. So, we're at the end of the show. If you haven't figured that out by the awesome intro that uh, we just had. So, it's the end of the show. All improv, by the way. Yeah, see, we're brilliant. Improv. So, we're at the end of the show. So, let's talk about campfire stories. Let's end the show with that. So, if you actually believe that there's a person, Diabolical Dave, that came and slapped me out and I went to some other's house, you need fucking therapy more than I do. So, anyways, with that said, what happened was I went camping. I turned just turned 50 on the 23rd of July. And uh, my uh, significant other decided that, hey, you know what we're going to do? We're going to go camping for a couple of days, which is fine and all. I mean, whatever. So, we went to a place that's not far off the beaten path from... Uh, the Lion African Safari. But anyways, you can figure out where we went camping. Obviously, we took all the fucking, you know, the bullshit you would take. A lantern, and a fucking Coleman stove. Fucking shit to cook in. A fucking cooler. Blah, 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 blah. So, it was nice. We got there. Put up the fucking tent. You know, had a nice time. Made some burgers. And by then, me and... Diabolical Dave, we're already halfway through his hostage situation. <laughs> so, anyways, we were sitting there for a while, it got dark, we had a campfire, blah, blah, blah. Now here's where we get to campfire stories. I'm sitting in front of the fire, 
And I got this awesome table chair thing going on where it's a chair but has a table that folds out beside it. So it's perfect. I got my marijuana out. I got my papers out. I got my pipe. Stars in the sky. You know, it's cooled off. You can imagine, right? I got, I fucking got the muscle all over me. So, you know, I smell like a fucking chemical asshole. But I'm not getting any life. So we're sitting there talking. And I'm facing the picnic table. My, uh... Significant other, the old lady, the ball and chain, the bitch, whatever I want to call her at the time. Anyways, my wife, if you will. Anyways, was sitting uh, beside me. And I look over, and I can barely see through the campfire. Right through the fire on the other side, I see these two beady eyes. So I quickly grab the lantern and put it over toward the picnic table. There's this little fucking raccoon... He's got his fucking two paws up on the fucking picnic table seat. And his fucking head up and his chin is resting on the seat. And he's looking over at me like, you don't see me, man. We're cool. We're cool, man. I'm not moving. You don't see me. So I slowly get up and he kind of looks at me like, what? So as I walk toward him, he slowly scampers off and gives me this weird, dirty look like, I'll be back, bitch. And I'm bringing reinforcements, which is the point of the story. So I'm like, whatever. You know, about an hour later, we put our shit in the tent. Blah, 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 blah. We go into the fucking tent. Whatever. I have to get comfortable in the tent. All of a sudden, man, start to hear ruckus all through the campsite. Fucking shit rubbing up against the tent. At one point, I swear to God, the kamikaze fucking chipmunk came down, landed on top of the fucking tent. Scampered around in the tent. That was the weirdest thing of all. That that freaked us out more than the fucking raccoons. As best as I can describe it, circling around the tent like they're goddamn sharks. And we're in this raft in the middle of the ocean. They're like, we know the food is in there. We know you put the cooler in there. All right, so literally it sounds like there's a, you know, there's got to be, a dozen raccoons, man, coming out of the woods. Just all over our campsite. And I'm like, I'm starting to get fucking scared, right? Because I'm like, Jesus Christ, what's going on? That raccoon really has a bunch of friends. Like, I picture him, you know, he's in a gang. He goes back in the woods. <laughs> Yo, Holmes, this guy didn't want to play, you know what I'm saying? Maybe we all need to go back and show him who's in charge over here in this campsite. He's new. Maybe we need to get him settled in, you know what I'm saying? Uh, raccoons unite. Whatever Man. sound they make. It's crazy. And then, when that ended, finally got over that. In the morning, I get out of the tent. And what do I see, man? On the picnic table. A chipmunk. What is he doing? He's got a hot chocolate packet. In his little paws. <laughs> and he's fucking mowing down on fucking hot chocolate. Because I was a dumbass and left the box out last night. <laughs> this motherfucker kept coming back, man. I swear. I was making fun of him. I was saying to my old lady, I'm like, hey, this motherfucker's got a taste now, right? So now he's probably going around the fucking campsites going, ah, I just need I just need some chocolate. Hot chocolate. Quick. Quick. I need a fix. I need a fix. This one fucking chipmunk is going around the park. He's now fucking addicted to fucking hot chocolate like it's crack. Because the little shit kept coming back. This little fucker was so brave and so used to people that this son of a bitch, 
He literally come up and literally rubbed against the back of my foot at one point. Like a fucking cat. And then when I slowly looked down, I looked up at me like, Hey, where's the hot chocolate? I need it. I need it. You know, I risked my life doing that. Got the shivers and everything. Why'd you ever introduce me to that? Yeah. You're a bad no, influence. No, he's addicted. But here's the best part of the story. Here comes the ah moment. The second night we're there, right? I guess it's got to be about midnight, and I'm sitting there in my chair at the campsite. I'm getting high as fucking balls. What else would I be doing? Bunch of these dudes that are crossing the road on the next site. Right? I can, like, they're right across. They're not speaking a word of English the whole time. Come to find out they're Iranian, but I'll get to that. How I found out. See, pot? Let me explain something quickly about marijuana. It brings people together. You want world peace? Light the biggest joint in the world. And just pass it to every human being on the planet. Corona. You know what? Let's just get high. Yeah, that's true. Damn you, Corona. Send a nug to every human being in the world. Yes, and get everybody to light up and at the same time. And a little point. shitty glass pipe. Telling you. But anyways, I'm sitting out there and I'm smoking. And I got on my hear my headphones, right? So I'm listening to fucking uh, I Mother Earth, you know, one astronaut, one more astronaut. And, you know, everybody knows the song anyways. All right. I'm rocking out to that, and then I'm walking, rocking out to some dick in the box, and you know I got lots of different shit right on my. Hope playlist. you're like wailing it too, like. Oh, of my course dick I was. Box of course, was I was even do. You know I was even doing the fucking gestures for it. You know, it's my dick in a box, and put my hands down by my dick. You know for sure I was. Nice. But anyways, I'm going through my list of shit, and then all of a sudden I smell from the campsite across the road some of the sweetest ass herb. I've smelled in a long time. So I'm like, in my mind, I'm already high. Fuck it. They don't need to speak English. I figure the universal language here is marijuana, right? So I go over, and they're all like, at first, right? Because, like, stranger danger, I guess. Whatever. So I pulled out a joint, literally. It was like me going up to a tribe in the middle of (laughs) fucking the rainforest for the first time. I'm their first human contact. And I'm pulling out a joint and slowly putting it out in front of me like, joint, smoketh joint. And then come to find out that, you know, one of them kind of spoke broken English. But yeah, went over, smoked a joint with them. That was pretty cool. I just imagine them like, ah, 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 looking around like, how many more did you bring? Obviously it's Corona, so they smoked their own. I smoked my own, but at least you get to know the neighbor for a few minutes, you know. At like 2 a.m. Now that's camping. You know what I'm saying? That's what camping's all about. And what better than weed? See? I thought about that after when I went back to the campsite. Like, man, that's what the world leaders need to do. We just all need to get stoned. Just get stoned, man. And then go, okay, dude, what's your problem, man? You can solve anything when you're stoned. Just need to chill the fuck out. You know what I'm saying? You imagine Congress. So everybody needs to smoke a mandatory bowl. Fucking right. Fucking right, man. One bowl from every fucking chair. Every fuck place be hot box. Yep. But what I'm saying is... It they'd, was, they'd break for lunch, the front doors would open, and it'd be like, There's a fire! There's a f-. It's nice and relaxing, but then, you know, when you come home, all your shit smells like campfire and everything, which is fine and all. But you know what? The other thing I realized, I'm staring at the fire at one point, man. God damn. 
What Makes is me it? want to become a pyro. race and fire. I was like almost falling into the damn pit. I got so goddamn hypnotized by the fire. Goddamn. See, that's a white man's curse. The fire light. Right the there. Way. See, that's it. Pretty lights. Yeah, pretty colors. It's warm. You mm. can tell the difference from my place and yours, too, because here there's practically no background noise. Even the dog's behaving for once. Don't give me a look like that. So, quickly, give me a really good camp story. A camping story. Let's start with Mr. Jones. Just give me something good. So, camping story. So, a long time ago, I was camping with Budman, you know, and some other people. But the important thing is Budman was there. And we were walking around in the middle of the night. Me, Budman, and our other buddy, you know. We'll just call him. How old were you? Oh, I don't know, probably about 16, maybe, well, actually probably younger than that. You know, probably like 15, you know. And, like, we come across this, like, playground, you know, we're all stoned. And we come across this playground, and it's like a pirate ship, eh? So we're like, yeah, man, it's going to be fucking pirates. Woo! You know, we go on this pirate ship. Podman seems to know where this is going. And, like, we get up on this, eh? And, like, we're, we're on the very top. And there's a hole in the middle middle of, like, the top pirate ship, man. And it goes down, and there's, like, you know, tires. <laughs> you know? I yeah. feel like there's three or four tires being held up by chains, you know, that go down through the, to the ground. And, and like, our buddy, our oh, buddy. What that? What? It was three chains in a triangle holding a tire, holding three tires up. Yeah. And, like, fucking... Um, uh, I saw buddy. a picture of this, hold on, actually. Hold on. Our buddy, right, he looks at me and he's like, hey, man, you should go down there. I'm like, fuck that, man. Hey, Budman, you should go down there. And Budman's like, yeah, man, I'll go down there. So in Budman fashion, he goes down, you know, basically head first into this fucking hole. Mind you, it's kind of cold, so he's got like a blanket, this thin blanket wrapped around him. And he gets stuck in these fucking tires trying to get out of this thing. It must have been like five minutes for sitting there dying laughing. He figures out how to straighten himself back up so he can go out the top. And, like, he gets kind of stuck doing that. I got a picture of him in this hole. And it's just this head coming out of the top or fucking the deck of this pirate ship. And the blanket's covering his shoulders and shit. So it literally, it, it was the funniest thing ever. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, bud, man? Definitely was not that trip. <laughs> Definitely not that trip. My best camping trip was probably, uh, I did a really long bike trip a little while ago with uh, two of my buddies. And we stopped to uh, camp in a park just outside of uh, Bowmanville. And this place, okay, first off, we all got poison ivy from it. But the the shithole little town that was there, everybody there was so kind. Like, we were pretty much camping on the side of a fucking road in a park. And they just didn't give a fuck. People playing soccer around us. They were like, yep, whatever. This is our quaint little town. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not joking, though, man. Like, it was awesome. Like, we woke up. Like, we literally woke up to a whole team just kind of outside of our tent practicing soccer. Nice. And then when we left, they started a game. We were wondering if they were waiting for us to, like, get up and leave to start that game or... What was going on? But yeah, no, that was probably one of the like better camping trips, just because of the people that were around there. It was like well, that's part it made of me it, like right? feel like I went into like some kind of cult town. You know what I mean? 
Everybody was just way too fucking friendly. Or come some more strangers no one will ever see again You after know what this I mean? Weekend. Like, we went to the convenience store, and there was, like, a chick that you think would be, like, the most fucking grumpiest bitch in the world. She had bags under her eyes and shit, and she looked such like, Hi there, how are you? Did you have a good sleep? Because you slept right across the road. That's how small of a town it was, right? So I probably watched you pack up your tent and walk right over and get a drink, right? Sleeping, that's scary. Like, you have a good sleep? That's children of the And it freaks you out because you just woke up, you're tired as fuck, and you're lugging all this shit with you with fucking two dudes and another bicycle and fucking, like, you're just tired as fuck and this bitch looks at you. She looks almost as tired as you, but she's like, how was your sleep? Did Did you have a nice time? Is that all? Big, nice smile. It's fucking creepy, though. But yeah, it was a pretty good camp. I got two stories, actually. We had a couple of really good campsites along the way there. One is my story. And then, bud, man, next time you see your old man, ask him about the raccoon in the outhouse. So, here's here's the deal. Here's the deal. And you're looking at me like, what? Here's the deal. I don't know. I had probably, I guess, 13. I'd say we were 13 years old camping trip right <laughs> the middle of the night your old man gets this idea that he has to go take a shit well in this campsite okay there's no electricity and it's an old school campsite so you got a fucking outhouse right that's your deal or go shit in the woods i'd pick the woods i would have personally picked the woods too but for some reason dumbass decides it's gonna go to the outhouse so so in his infinite wisdom, I have personally suggested maybe you should take a lantern with you. No! He's like, no, no, the moonlight will give me the light that I Sounds need. Sounds like him, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, the moonlight. Okay, dumbass. You go and see where the moonlight gets you. Good fucking lord. So, from the campsite was probably to the outhouse. Maybe. Maybe. 100 feet, maybe. Right? Like, on a warm, sunny day, I wouldn't want to wake up at that campsite because you're pretty close. Put it that way, okay? So, you didn't have far to go, I guess, in his defense. (laughs) So, he walks up to the outhouse. It's all quiet. Doesn't think nothing of it. Now, thank God that these animals aren't like, you know, wild, wild animals. Like, they're used to people. Okay? Opens up the shitter door, walks in, shuts it. Now you have to, you know, I'm thinking as the story's being told back at me, right? You can imagine going there. It's probably not a lot of light, you know. That's your fault because you didn't take a lantern. Apparently as it was described to me, he turned around, went to take his knickers down, and then heard a bit of a muffle and a little bit of a growl. Not like an aggressive growl, but a growling, yo, you're not alone in here, man. He whips open the door, comes flying out of there, turns around, and what was in there with him? Fucking raccoon. This fucking raccoon just casually comes out, you know, as he's freaking the fuck out, running down the hill. This fucking raccoon just casually walks out of the shitter, like, <laughs> making that funny noise that raccoons make. I, I'm figuring he's laughing at him, going, ah, look at that idiot. I don't know if he wanted that public too late, sorry. My personal, my, on a 
personal note, my story is pretty funny too. So we're at a campsite and I got all the kids with me and they have their friends. There's a whole bunch of fucking kids. I can't keep count. I don't care. I'm camping, whatever. You know what? If one or two go missing, don't come back. You know what? We still got lots. Whatever. Anyways, I'm going at th- th- this time, okay? You got to remember marijuana is not legal. So you got to kind of be sneaky. So I went off on a trail, got away from the campsite, right? I'm smoking this big fucking spliffy. On the other side of this trail, okay, which is divided by a bush, a small bush, there's a roadway that people walk and drive up and down. I swear to God to this day. My children will probably tell you different. They'll probably tell you it's just because I'm a monster and wanted to give somebody a heart attack. But I swear to God, I heard one of the voices of the kids, right, that was hanging out with my kids. So I thought, oh, this is perfect. I'm high. Ha ha ha. I'll jump out of the bush and scare the shit out of them. Well, I timed it and I thought I was all smart and everything and like, oh, oh, it's going to be funny. I jump out and I fucking, I'm like, ah! Freak the fuck out like a madman. Then I hear the highest pitch squealing in my life. And I knew that I fucked up. That I just freaked out like Did six school girls. Did you just run? They freaked the fuck out. I started freaking the fuck out for real. Thank God their campsite was close by. And, you know, I had to explain to the mother guardian of these children, you know, that I am not a freak show. I was trying to freak out my children. Blah, blah, blah. Thank God they had a sense of humor about it. I don't think the girls did, because I think they all ran and hit Oh, I can imagine. You walking up like, I'm sorry, I freaked out your child, but I was trying to traumatize my child. And then then going back and, like, brushing their kid's hair and being like, I'm so sorry, that man scared you. Them going to bed, waking them up with, like, a mask on. (laughs) Them fucking freaking out, like, Ah, ah, (laughs) I wanted to traumatize you. And the funny part, when I got back to the campsite, they could hear these girls, and that must have been a quarter of a mile away from the campsite. I was hilarious. Because as soon as I said the story, my kids and their friends were like, Oh, my God, that was you? We heard them screaming, dude. I'm like, yeah, well, I swear to God. I still say to this day, one of them sounded like one of the kids hanging out with us. I swear to fucking Christ, man. Well, I'd swear to Christ, but you know what I mean? I swear to my dog over here. Like, fuck, man. But you know what? That's a great camping story, too. Who doesn't have fun when they're camping, right? Remember one time I went camping, and I had, like, an inflatable boat. So I, like, went out on the little little lake that I had, passed out, Uh-oh. and I woke up, and was like, tanned, but where the oars were, where they were sitting on my stomach, they weren't, so I literally just had two perfectly non-tan lines on <laughs> my stomach. Uh, that's hilarious. And my back was not tanned at all. But I remember, though, man, when I was a kid, that was a big thing. Oh, you're going camping, Wah! poor man's adventure, right? So, that's campfire stories, I guess. So until next week, motherfuckers. Yo, Bud Man, I can't find a good podcast to listen to anywhere. But I heard that there's a really good one out there called Nothing Sacred. And it hosts me. 
And you! Really, Captain Asshole? Who would have thought? Amazing, isn't it? We should tell everybody about this that we know. We should! You know, though, I don't even really remember half. I don't... Uh, whatever. Whatever, it's, it's the drugs. It's the drugs, anyway. I have to go back and listen to, uh... Episodes on Spotify, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, fuck Facebook, and our website at www.nothingsacredpodcast.simplesite.com. So remember, motherfuckers, listen every week and tell your friends, but most importantly, this woman out of nowhere, oh my god, no!